I was starting to party, he'd be all damn Phil Pockles Road, very piece of me when it was the first time around. This time it's a movie beloved by dozens of people. There are dozens of us! Dozens of us! Uh, actually, no, not us, because I am not among the dozens of people who enjoy this film. This film's fucking terrible. Uh, it's Monster Squad. We're talking about Monster Squad. Anyone who listened to last week's episode, I'm just opening up a cold can of delicious Pepsi brand soda. Uh, as a mm-hmm. result of watching this film, with my brand new Adidas and mm, 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 I'm gonna eat my new Burger King Whopper Flame Grill, delicious. It gives me all the calories I need to fight the world's shittiest fucking Dracula. Oh <laughs> my god, fucking! I it's so, okay. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. I'm gonna say there's, a, there's probably some people that are like, I love Monster Squad. I'm gonna listen to these people not love talk about Monster Squad. Um, it sounds like Bill did not like it at all. Um, yeah. I was kind of ambivalent to a lot of it, but we're gonna rip this fucking movie a new asshole. Holy not shit. it's not where again. I go into every project hoping to find something. I mean, it's actually this is not. I don't hate it. Like, I mean, I don't this, this, this should film. be right up your alley because it's '80s as fuck. That's the thing. It's so close to actually being the kind of movie I want that it falls. It's so close, but falls so far at the same time. Like it's like mm-hmm. the world's saddest like football game where like your favorite team just loses just by a millimeter and that doesn't actually make the whole game bad but it's just that much of an extra crushing defeat because it's a bunch of it's a goonies ripoff but with the universal monsters i should fucking love this thing especially knowing it was written by shane black the guy who wrote uh yeah i think he did touch up on predator but he like wrote a bunch of the lethal weapon movies and he wrote like iron man 3 and he did a like kiss kiss bang bang and the the other guy the nice guys what the fuck like, he's done mm-hmm. great stuff, and he's written, like, but this is poopy. This is a poopy movie. It's... movie has problems. <sighs> outside of, outside of the, the, I think the alternate title for this uh, movie was, Why is everybody in this town a huge asshole? What's wrong with this town? What's in the water in this town? Um, I chose this movie, as anyone who would have listened to last week's episode would have heard at the end, I went on a whole spiel trying to figure out what I was going to do. Uh, with my three slots for the month, I had already used up one with uh, uh, my first uh, experiment, which I already forgot what the fuck that was. And then I had two more slots available. The thing. The thing, yeah. And I was flip flopping between literally 18,000 things. And I did decide that I wanted to do Hocus Pocus at the end of the month, but then I'm like, okay, what pairs yeah. well with Hocus Pocus? And I was like, you know what? <laughs> the exact opposite <laughs> of Hocus Pocus. I, I, well, I don't even know if you like Hocus Pocus, but I had a little, little bit of a spoiler for, for my next next uh, episode after we after years next week, is that I am cheating a little bit because I only saw Hocus Pocus just a couple of years ago, but it was recent enough that I still think that it, it's, it semi-qualifies for yeah, the podcast I, because I, it's recent I enough that... I feel like yeah. if you've seen it later than it, you were supposed to. Within like the last qualify. two years, yeah. And I'd seen bits and pieces of Monster Qu- Squad in the past, and the bits and pieces mm-hmm. I see- saw didn't didn't make me feel good about it. But I knew it was about <laughs> it's another family, fr- well, supposedly family friendly, supposedly family friendly horror film that involves like monsters coming to life, and these kids have to stop it. And there's like a virgin has to do the thing in order to do the the other thing, and. The, thematically and tonally, mm. they're supposed to be kind of sharing the same space a little bit, but this shows how you fuck it up. Hocus Pocus is an example of how you do it well. Not to say Hocus Pocus is the end-all be-all greatest Halloween movie of all time, but within well, this very narrow genre, 
that I have become fixated with ever since seeing Hocus Pocus of, like, I'm surprised there's not more movies like this. Good, family-friendly, Halloween-y. doesn't actually even specifically have to be about Halloween. I mean, this is, I mean, this is Halloween thematic, uh, Monster Squad, but it's not necessarily about Halloween. More so because up until probably, I'd say, the 90s, uh, Halloween wasn't a, a holiday for anybody besides children. Exactly. Yeah. As I those, as the yeah. children from the '80s grew up and became adults, they kind of took over Halloween from the children. Just like everything else with everyone who grew up in the '80s, where we never grew up. It's yeah. just it's constant childhood until we dropped dead. Mm. And yeah, exactly. We drew, we drew, we dragged the little kid Halloween shit with us. Yeah. And and that kind of like I guess that helped seed it a little bit, like this boom of '90s. Not that Monster Squad, Monster Squad is 80s, although it's a little bit late 80s, but there was a boom in the 90s that I wasn't really aware of between, like, Monster, or between the Hocus Pocus and, like, the Addams Family movies, even Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> which yeah, we did yeah. last year. Oh, there yeah. was this boom of family-friendly uh, Halloween movies that I was completely unaware of until just a couple years ago. And so that's why I think I kind of got fixated on Hocus Pocus a little bit, because that's probably between that and the Addams Family movies, which, I, well, yeah, I just did both of them last fall for, the, for this podcast. That I was so surprised that they're so good, and then I'm assuming that like, oh, I found this genre that's out there that I never knew existed. There must be more good movies like this. Nope. Those are like <laughs> Adam's Family and Hocus Pocus. Are only like three good I... examples, at least of of what I've seen so far. Oh, of like '90s specifically, or just no, kids? No, well, with because I've heard like good older, things about. Yeah. I've heard good things about Paranorman. I that's I watched like the last two thirds of that on cable. Mm. Uh, last week while coming up with and it's not terrible but like a lot of like a movies uh, most like a movies the stop-motion animation company that made uh, Leia Paranorman the box trolls Coraline Kubo and the two strings I think those are their four their four features they're very pretty but the scripts and the characters are kind of flat they're not very interesting like mm. and the paranormal I was kind of watching I was like oh that's cute and there's funny comic moments but like and it's funny because Paranorman is very specifically trying to be like an 80s kind of kids comedy. Because, like, I don't know if it's supposed to take place in the 80s, but it's very much of that vibe. Yeah. Um, but, again, <laughs> people who grew up in the 80s trying to, like, drag their childhood into adulthood. But, yeah, that and, and along that theme, I've always heard, like, kids who grew up in the 80s. The three three of them who ever got to see Monster Squad when I guess it first came out were like Monster Squad's the shit. Monster oh, yeah, Squad's great. I follow people on Twitter that love the ever loving shit out of this movie. Yeah, and I can see why. If your standards are low, I hate to be all snooty about it, but like, or maybe if you saw this opening weekend, because you know the funny thing is I see a lot of people. There's a lot of people hate on the Goonies. And they talk about how loud and abrasive the kids are in that, and the kids are swearing, and they're just little turds. And they got nothing I, on the kids on this. If that, if well, that's, that's the thing. Over. I can understand where those people are coming from, but when I hear those criticisms about the Goonies, and I see this movie, I totally, I can see those. What those people think about the Goonies is what I think about Monster Squad with a bunch of loud and abrasive shithead kids, and the stories, and you're just left wondering like why anyone would romanticize this fucking movie because it's terrible. And that's that's where it's tad. I'm sorry if you, you know, love no, Monster Squad. The good thing is, I was like I said, I was kind of ambivalent towards this movie, but I'm gonna. There's so many things that I'm gonna rip that's, into. But yeah. um, the fact that you hate it, usually, and the the fact we're gonna talk about things that make 
probably us both angry in this movie is gonna make yeah. you hate it more which is gonna be yeah. fun <laughs> that's the thing that happens when i start doing the shit i just get start getting more aggravated. and that's the thing again again i should say i hate i don't fundamentally hate this movie mm. it's like you gotta really like someone just like for your birthday someone's like oh man got you this big ice cream sundae with all your favorite flavors and you're like mm, yeah mm, little kids mm, 80s mm, universal monsters i love all those flavors and then someone put up steak with steak sauce on top of it and you're like yes technically i like that but those flavors don't get or don't match get this the fuck out of it because this is now fucking disgusting you've ruined it i appreciate your efforts but you done fucked but, it up in the execution bill it that's start, my attitude how can you hate something that starts with the stranger thing font Oh, yeah. Well, technically, it starts with TriStar, and I was already in such a bad mood starting this movie, because I, I was just like, you fucking TriStar. Not that I know anything about TriStar, other than there's not a lot of good movies that start with a TriStar logo, and it's like, What ah. about Look Who's Talking, or Look Who's Talking too, and Look Who's Talking Now? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think TriStar would just... Well, anyway. TriStar. Um, we tried. How, uh, yeah. We tried. <laughs> we tried, Star. Yeah. Uh, I think I, was, I finally found out late, like recently that TriStar was like uh, founded by HBO as a way of like shoveling content on, and that's totally what a lot of TriStar movies feel. Which is funny because I think Baron Munchausen, some of, TriStar has made good movies. Though. Oh, of course. Maybe I think TriStar like made like the Three Amigos, which no. I've oh uh, no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I've no movie not, studio yeah. has done nothing but bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, TriStar's pretty close, though. Yeah. <laughs> they did a lot of poopy. But yeah, it just starts off with, like, yeah, Stranger Things font, like, telling and you stuff. 100 years before this story begins, it was a time of darkness in Transylvania, a time when Dr. Abraham Van Helsing and a small band of freedom fighters conspired to rid the world of vampires and monsters and save mankind from the forces of aid. evil. They blew it. Now, <laughs> Which, that's a great way to start a movie. It is. You think, I laughed. I yeah, laughed out loud. But you think you'd get to see how they blew it. Well, ultimately, my other idea was like, okay, what you do is just, just say that, and then you just jump straight into modern times, and later on you explain it. They kind of belabor the joke by then showing you how they blew it, but do the way they, they well, blew okay, it... Then, no, Bill, but, I'm no gonna, that's, that's... Yeah, I think we're getting to the same point, but from two opposite ends. I'm going to need yeah. you to explain to me how they blew it. <laughs> Uh, they did the thing, and the tornado happened. Because <laughs> it seemed like they did the exact same shit these kids did. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. That's... Okay, so in The Goonies, this movie was obviously just established to rip off The Goonies. I tried to look up trivia about how this movie was conceived or anything, and no one wants to talk about it, because obviously the, these people just saw The Goonies, and I'm like, let's do that with monsters. So, like, they, even they're embarrassed to even talk about it. But the thing is, if you're gonna rip off the Goonies, like, make your central conceit, like, I guess, the, I guess Abraham Vels Van Helsing is supposed to be, like, the one-eyed willy of the story, who, he's the person who did this thing a million years ago, and the kids get interested in their story. At least they explain who one-eyed willy was, and what he did, and how he fucked up, and why the kids are interested in the story. And this thing, the, the, the little bit of lore, you don't need a ton of lore explanation, but you do need a little bit. And this one, it's just vague. There's Van Helsing, there's an amulet, read the thing, tornado, disappear. Mm -hmm. That's all the, and then the, that's all the lore you get, like, and, and which ties into the stuff that happens in modern day. It's like, well, okay, well, how, what's Dracula? How's Dracula get involved? How does he know? Why is the amulet in a small American town? How does he know it's there? Mm -hmm. Is he, when he falls out of airplane, is that on purpose? Oh, hold on. This kind of shapes the whole movie in terms of yeah. like, you don't know what the fuck's going on in this movie. So, 
Um, Dracula Castle is all up in this shit. There's coffins and whatnot. And armadillos, because uh, they, were, which... they were in the boring one, so we got to put them in this one. That's the other thing. I oh, this is the I I kind of chose Monster Squad as a little bit of celebration because we you wrapped up your exploration of all the Universal horror movies. Almost. Oh well, but ish. You I got two left. Most, which ones? Uh, the Mummy and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh yeah, and they both show up in this movie. So. But but generally though, like at mm. least it's funny that like you know we this is the first thing we do after Dracula after having seen the armadillos. But that's a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, basement is definitely cleaner than Dracula's basement. <laughs> there's actual like there, it's the someone swept the floors. It's not just Mr. Yeah, and, basement. And there's there's a bat thing, not quite the puppet on the string I'm used to, but okay, but pretty I, it'll close, do. Yeah, uh, Dracula and and. Dracula in this movie looks like somebody's pediatrician dad dressed up like a vampire to the office party. I have no idea. Because they spent so much time and money and effort on the Wolfman, the Mummy, the fake-ass generic non-copyright infringement creature from the Black Lagoon, and then Dracula is just some asshole. (laughs) He looks the dad from Hocus Pocus when he's dressed like Dracula at the dance is a better Dracula than the Dracula in this movie because it is yeah it is like your dentist is just dressed up like Dracula and he's just walking around not threatening at all has no interesting uh, facial features or performance doesn't do a voice he's just does, Larry. yeah does he even have any kind of accent no he's just like hey I'm gonna kill your kid later I'm Dracula <laughs> and I'm like oh my god this is the main villain of your and like <laughs> Anne Ramsey Mama Fratelli is a better monster in well, the yes. Goonies than Dracula is in that Monsters. That is, Bill, that's not fair. That's a high bar. She's amazing. Uh, she is, I mean, well, she is, she is right at, <laughs> she's right up there with the creature from the Black Lagoon. But that's <laughs> what you, but you know what I mean, but like, terms, yeah. char- like, this is terrible. Fuck, and this is the big character of your movie, man. Oh, yeah. And the village people explode the door to the place open and they kill a lady because she was eating a possum. Cause she, that's <laughs> oh, what yeah. The, she's like sucking Cherry Slurpee out of a plush possum. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a glowing rock that Dracula just left out in the open. So they just bring. Because. They, they bring a young girl in to read from a scroll and this fucking asshole keeps screaming at her ear to read faster. As rotting Not corpses helping. come out of the ground, and he keeps screaming in her ear because he's a dickhole. And then a portal gets open, and she gets sucked into it. Cool plan, bro. And then everyone gets sucked into it, and that's yep. the end. And you're just left wondering, like, what the? This I this this clarifies Oops. nothing about yeah. what's Oops. going on. How they this screw just up? did they did Dracula have to be in that room for the portal to work? Because it seemed like they did everything right. What's funny, because did they show Dracula and his brides getting up and they're going to eat possums and stuff, but then they never interact with the main heroes who who just essentially accidentally kill themselves. I did a tertiary search. Well, when I was looking for something regarding this movie, I guess there was a deleted scene where Van Helsing actually interacted with Dracula that was in the script and shot a little bit of, but never made it in. I don't know. I didn't need this movie to be longer, but it needed something here. You'd think even then Dracula would be, like, off to the side or something like that, but no, this is, like, this... you think he'd be trying to stop the invaders of his castle. Yeah, this is like if Indiana Jones... If, if Raiders of the Lost Ark ended with Indiana Jones showing hey. up with, with the Ark of the Covenant, and he accidentally blew his own face off with it, that also, was the movie, and the Nazis were just standing there going, wait, what? <laughs> also, I know this shit in this movie has to happen at midnight, but you know when you don't assault Dracula's castle to get that amulet? <laughs> at night... 
do it at noon three weeks go before in the, take the, it the out date. of there and then do it later elsewhere uh-huh. it doesn't say dracula has to be like five feet from the amulet when you do yeah, the don't, spell don't wait until five minutes before like he is at his most powerful and things are more, most likely to work against you yeah and it is present day, and by present day I mean '80s as fuck. <laughs> Everyone's got white puffy sneakers with like white scrunchy socks and day glow T-shirts, and mm-hmm. listening to new new kid on the block and shit. and shit. And Captain Condescending is playing the principal a little broad because oh, yeah. these two dweebs are in trouble for drawing in class. Spiders with humans heads and shit for their monster club. It's all this... Bill. It's always the coolest kids that get in the most trouble. Yeah, I know. I, this movie's trying so hard to show you how aspirationally cool these kids are. This thing's it's... like the world's shittiest Fruit Gushers commercial, where it's all like, <laughs> adults are lame, kids are cool. What? And one of the boys says that the te- they were drawing because the teacher's classes are super boring because their head's all misshapen, which is why people call her Meow Mix. He doesn't because it's rude, but shit, baby, you can't expect to listen to somebody with a lumpy head. I do like the, the, the principal is all like, eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> he doesn't well, the princi- say no to the that. Which cracks me like, up. He gets it. He used to be a kid in like monsters. Maybe he's still a big kid because he thinks science is cool. He digs it, man. He sure knows a lot about monsters, but not that. That's not the intro. Science is real. Monsters are not. And the kid's like, we don't know that, sir. Also, did you know that the Earth is flat? NASA's just one big cover up. And so like, the, the, of course, the obvious response from the teacher is, you don't know anything because you're fucking 12 years old. <laughs> like, you're, you're fucking Stephen King roll shirt. This movie made me question whether or not Stephen King <laughs> actually does, in fact, rule. That's how funky well, this movie is. I think that's a fair question that you uh, can to ask actually do, I mean, to be critically clear that most of Stephen King is terrible. I mean, but, yeah, if you looked yeah. at his output, what percentage <laughs> would you say of his books rule? Considering 99% of his output was him, like, writing on codeine and cocaine, like, at the speed of light at 3 o'clock in the morning, yeah. But, oh, man, movie, and this movie's trying so hard to make these kids seem so cool and hip, and it's like, it's like an issue of Nintendo power come to life. Oh, my God. So they they leave the office and start calling the principal a homo. What a couple of charming young men. Which that's the I mean it's it's not it's not really the movie's fault I mean hell one of my favorite movies of all time Bullet's Head's Excellent Adventure they call each other fag halfway through that thing, but the first the f- fucking first step this movie puts forward is the hero he just put being his like, hand on my shoulder and somebody should have warned us about homos in schools. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then they uh, they run into a uh, completely normal looking lady, and as they walk away, they make fun of her cat shaped head, which she doesn't have. She's just got a hairdo. Yeah, she, well, her hair is kind of done up and kind of yeah curling, but like I was expecting. Yeah, you know, I, before the lady showed up, because I was like, of course you got to pay off the joke by actually showing what the lady looks like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, did they actually find someone who's got, like, a misshaped no, head? No, she looked like make... a slightly older lady who was probably super hot when she was younger. Yeah, she's like an attractive 50-year-old woman with curler, <laughs> like, two curlers in her hair, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I would mix her meow. Let's put that <laughs> Fuck these kids. <laughs> so the kids go out. There's fucking the, the little big brother. From, oh, well, oh, no, well no, out of, hold on. Yeah. Out, outside the quote unquote chubby kid of the movie, Horace, 
I do love this. He is the fat kid at 99 times out of 100 in this movie. He's just referred to as the fat kid. Yeah. Which he, he he runs into that one kid who played every bully ever in every 80s movie Yeah, ever. he was the big brother in the Wonder Years. He was the, sh- the snotty child star in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, he was Lorraine's little brother in Back to the Future. That guy, yeah. Yeah. And of course they pick on him. They slap the sticker bar out of his hand and step on it, call him the F word, rip his <laughs> cop comic in half call him the f word again oh yeah repeatedly yeah to be fair the fat kid does make his entrance stage left just jamming a fucking snickers into his face holding a candy bar like it's like they're both props in a movie which is how well directed this film is but Mm. yeah he is as as a as a former fat kid uh who is now just a fat man (laughs) like at least show a little dignity especially when you suspect bullies might be around the corner but yeah they see they slap the candy bar out of his hand squash in the dirt yeah you know i i i was never picked on per se i i had kids who tried to pick on me but they were so bad that i just ignored them but i would imagine if you're picked on for being the quote-unquote fat kid you wouldn't draw attention to that that's what i'm saying don't just show just don't walk around shoving candy in your mouth i don't know if that's insensitive because i have never been no that's it oh man he's got like colored jams on oh man this this is some fucking yeah this is some choice so uh, of course yeah they pick on him he said he calls the wonder years an asshole so they start the bully starts hitting him and a crowd a crowd appears out of nowhere just vaporizes around that's, them to watch that's the... that's a that's that's a schoolyard brawl i've seen that happen yeah <laughs> okay and, yeah. and but look out it's the <laughs> cool kid on i guess his... cory ben... feldman was too too busy being butt raped by michael jackson that week and so they had to get carl on, feldman jr on his banana bike with his loafers <laughs> with his penny loafers like who directed this? Who one old old person thought this was cool? Somebody who had not thought of what cool if anything is since like the 1950s were like, oh, this is gonna be a jacket. You know what? So this is and- Rudy, and you know what Rudy is? Oh, that character's name is Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Rudy is? Rudy's that that 20 something year old dude who still hangs out at the high school after yeah. graduating. Just because he, yeah, because he's not cool enough enough to hang out with people his own age. And I guess Rudy, I guess guess I'll go hang out at the middle school. But for some reason, the only costume designed him from the waist up, so they gave him like a Marlon Brando white t shirt and the jacket. But then he's just wearing 80s jeans and penny loafers Mm -hmm. below. It's like, what the, the, is this supposed to be the the softer side of Sears from the the waist down? Like, what's going on with this guy? Yeah. But yeah, and then he shows up in his penny loafers. He strikes a match (laughs) on his penny, just to call attention (laughs) to the fact that he's wearing penny loafers. (laughs) And And everybody's like, like, oh, hey, AJ, what's up? I was gonna say, then he smokes, like, then he lights a cigarette with the penny loafers, but no, it's just like, he just lit a match just to light a match, and then everyone is like, hey, oh my god. And he makes the bully kid AJ eat the candy bar he stepped on. Oh, he's so cool. Oh, which is funny, because actually, like, the, the, fucking, that kid's got sweet ass in those mom jeans on that bike. I'm watching (laughs) it. I'm watching it as we're talking. No, I started, I started with this movie with the, and my wife was in the room watching it with me for a little bit. Like, that shot that you just mentioned came up, and she's like, well, there's his ass. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> choice of this, camera sh- position. Randy's the s- most erotic lesbian I've ever seen in a children's film. 
But then, yeah, he makes he makes fucking what's his face? Yeah, Wonder Years uh, eat a candy, eat, eat the dirty candy bar that used to belong to the fat kid. And the fat kid quietly weeps because his candy bar is now gone. Mm-hmm. God, this fucking movie. I feel like we've already gone through like Vietnam just talking about the first ten minutes of this movie. So Jesus. walking home from school, the other two homophobes in the movie are arguing about <laughs> if Wolfman of- can drive a car or not, since he wore oh, pants, yeah. but he only wore pants so you wouldn't see his wolf dork. And little just, sister Phoebe's also wolf? there. Have, the whole point of werewolf movies is it's a normal person who turns into a wolf every once in a while. Of and he's he's gonna complete... have, like, he can drive a car. Well, no, he can't drive a car because he's completely animalistic. Well, when, when he's a wolf. Oh, but, well, like, yeah. when he's a werewolf, though, like, when he's not, like, wolfing out, then, like, yeah, he's got to pay rent somehow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, in human form. Yeah. So, Ugh. Uh, they walk by the scary German guy's house, who obviously isn't scary, and will wind up helping them along the way. It's totally not predictable at all. Yeah, this is totally like the old man who lives in, next to Kevin McAllister and Home Alone thing going mm-hmm. on. And they, and they meet, like, I guess Stephen King Rules has a little sister. Phoebe. She's all precocious and shit. Mm-hmm. They walk You've at... seen this before, right? No. Oh, really? Oh, shit, yeah. okay. This was yeah. my first time. It was actually on my list. I was debating doing it, but you took the bullet for me. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then oh, Horace, Horace comes out of nowhere saying Rudy saved his life and wants to join their monster club, but he's in junior high. Plus, it turns out oh, he's Oh, is that a what huge... they say? Yeah, oh, okay. plus it turns out he's a huge loser to anybody over the age of 12. He is just stalking this group, because he's obviously got nothing better to do, and I guess they've never really met Rudy, even though, well, I guess he does go to a different school, if, if they're all impressed that he goes to junior high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Horace tells Phoebe the Phoebe to get out of there, and she gets sad and leaves. How did they write these kids to be so damn likable? You remember when they introduced the fat kid in the Goonies, and he did the truffle shuffle, and he's mm-hmm. kind of an idiot, but he's still charming, but... No, what if everyone in the Goonies was a fucking asshole? <laughs> just uh, never funny or charming, but just mm-hmm. like, just homophobic and hateful. Yeah, yeah. it's like the white what trash if we made a, here. What if we made a whole town full of people like that? Everyone in this town deserved to get eaten by the world's crappiest Dracula. Speaking of which, so they let him go. Let him in on one condition: monster oh. test. Oh, do they make him take yeah. the monster? No, yeah. they're going to make and him take... And these jerks don't get to, be, get to be picky about who enters their club, gatekeeping nerds. Oh, you like something? Well, you don't like it much as I do, so you don't worry yeah, of my that, attention. Guess, get out of here with that I didn't even think about garbage. that, but yeah, that part would actually not age that well these Ugh. days, too. But I, I, I picture that. That's more of just a shitty kid thing than, like... Mm-hmm. Although it doesn't help, again, because so many kids from the 80s have grown up still behaving as if they're fucking kids. That is how so many fucking adults act these days, so you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> this is the scene Gamergate right here. Now, now, if they looked at him and said, with those loafers? I don't know. He kind of looks like a tool. I, I, I'd, I'd get along with that, but... <sighs> you know what? If this movie was actually realistic, rather than fighting a fucking Dracula and Frankenstein, these guys would just be playing Castlevania. Worse than Nintendo. Yeah. Like, this Monster Squad, even if it had been successful, within a year would have been completely dissolved because everyone would have been fixated on trying to beat the Little Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. It's 1987, for Christ's sakes. Where's, yeah, where's the issues of Nintendo? Well, Nintendo Power didn't start up until the night... Oh, shut up, though. Okay. So, on a plane, a pilot is flying some <laughs> Oh, it dead... said Browning on the side of the plane, which is the name of the director of the first shitty movie we talked about last week. On a plane, a pilot is flying <laughs> dead bodies with his co-pilot where, when there's a sound from the incredibly red-lit area in the back. And uh-huh. uh, I guess I, I 
All right. We don't get to know any more about why they're transporting dead bodies or where they're coming from what? or anything, huh? And it's kind of supposed to be like a cargo plane, but it's a very tiny cargo plane mm -hmm. that looks like it's just like a school bus that's just been retro because it's super narrow and like the only thing they're transporting are yeah, a, a couple crates. Yeah. Well, no, there's a bunch of boxes back there, but they're not. Oh yeah. They're they, they're like behind uh, a mesh. Oh, I should stuff. watch this while we're talking about it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a little bit like the the, the freight. I okay. It looks yeah. a little bit like the the, the freight uh, plane from the from the the first Muppet movie. A bat flutters at the pilot, <laughs> and then all of a sudden Dracula is there and punches him in the mouth because Dracula is well known for his mouth punches. And which he, Dracula doesn't punch anyone else in the movie. This is like this one actual. I think he, he punches one other person. Does he? Okay. Yeah, probably cop. And then uh, Dracula walks to a wood box which says Frankenstein Bavarava. <laughs> You're not quite familiar with the uh, Bavarian cream pie. <laughs> is it B B Bavaria? Bavaria. Yeah. Okay. Which I, I, it, I couldn't quite make out the second word on on the copy I had. Actually, I'm reading it now, and it does look like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I how I figured that out, and you didn't, but yeah, no. it's it's not very clear. Yeah. So the pilot pulls a lever, which happens to be right next to where he landed from when Dracula pimp slapped him, and the cargo door opens and dumps just the box out. Yeah. And then, but Dracula floats there and crosses his arms like. <laughs> <laughs> but his cape fly. gets sucked away. He turns into a bat and flies into the sunlight. I guess he's cool at daylight now. I did. Doesn't matter. Yeah, this movie just changes the rules and whatever it wants to. I guess it's kind of twilighty, but still, there's sunlight. It's not nighttime. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and this okay. So this opens up a whole. This is the start of the whole. What the fuck is going? What is Dracula's plan? And what is going on in this movie? Okay, so, so shit lands in the swamp. So he... was was his plan to get the pilot to dump this shit right here because it's where he needed to go to get the amulet? Where were they headed? Where are they headed? Why didn't he just charter an airplane that would just land there? That, so he could instead of rather, rather was it just cheaper to find a flight that would just fly over the towns and somehow he would magically know when he's flying over a town with the amulet so he could just rather than let the plane land he could just punch out the pilots instead mm -hmm. and then risk Frankenstein getting destroyed which I guess he kidnapped Frankenstein and put him on ice like, and, what's and he the also asks like here? later he acts like Frankenstein is super when he brings Frankenstein back to life he acts like Frankenstein is super integral to his plot but he doesn't really need his, him so that's the thing we like all we know something something later he needs an amulet is he going to try to use the amulet to open up because okay so we find out that like there's an for whatever reason this amulet we saw at the beginning of the movie in the prologue is now buried in a castle dungeon beneath a mansion in this modern town mm -hmm. in America, half a world away from where it was last time we saw it. Dracula is coming to get it, and he also needs Van Helsing's diary, which has the magic spell that'll open up a portal. I can't remember, so it's gonna, like, this is... If he can open up the portal, he can cause all of goodness to get sucked into it for the next hundred years? Maybe. I don't know. Even regardless of what, what he means to do with the combination of Van Helsing's diary and the amulet, it's just like, well, then he flew here. How did he summon everyone else here? How, though I, the, the, We're going to get into this a little bit with yeah. the, the Wolfman. 
how did he get the, convince the Wolfman to show up? If the Wolfman is so against his plan, when the Wolfman shows up in town, he's like, oh, but put me in jail, I'm going to turn into a werewolf in the middle of the night. Like, how did he convince the Wolfman to be part of it? Because obviously the Wolfman, if he's against killing people when he turns into a wolf, he's probably not going to want to be part of this man's plan. It's just, what the fuck is this movie actually about? Other than if you take out the kids. Like, what is the villain's plan? It makes no sense. It's just random happenings for the whole movie. I mean, even the kids, their treehouse is in a swamp that happens to be right next door to a suburban, like, Well, it's, I think it's, it's actually right outside of Sean's house, to be fair to that point. But it's still like a swamp. There's, like, well, yes. water and shit at the bottom of the tree. It's like, yeah. what the f... Like, it's... <laughs> What? It's like they filmed in two separate locations and just... the hell is this movie? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. It is like the edge of the same swamp where Frankenstein lives in. Yeah, Dracula's Cape lands right next to their clubhouse where Rudy's getting his monster knowledge test and peeping <laughs> on some lady just posing in her room in her underwear. Yep. And then Shine whines at him, the monster test is really important, okay? God, these kids are the worst. And they ask him the most basic of general knowledge questions about monsters you could possibly ask. Like, you don't need to know, you don't have to be any kind of a nerd, it's just, have you ever heard of Count Chocula? Yeah. Level, like, yeah, like, what are vampires scared of? And, like, and how do you kill a uh, wolfman? The little sister Phoebe wants in, but Sean's an asshole and won't let her in. And then Sean gets called away for dinner, and he tries. Sean, the main kid. Yeah. He, okay, because I just I'd never even understood any of these kids' names throughout. He this goes into a, I don't know all. Do I know all their names? No, I don't know the kid with the sister's name. Okay. Um, well, he and even then, is that kid even there the whole time? Because he seems to show up later, like I'm a little kid. My sister's imminently fuckable. Yeah. Yeah, and then everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's your he, sister." <laughs> He, Sean gets called away for dinner. Oh, he is here at the start. Okay, so yeah. he is part of the monster. He tries to start. sneak a carrot, but nope, no pre-dinner snacks. You know how kids are always trying to sneak those carrots before Can't. dinner. Oh my god, did Mormons write this fucking movie? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Sean's mom uh, got him a book written by some Van Helsing dude. It's fucking great. Oh no, it's in German. Yeah, do you recognize the mom from anything? Yeah, she's been in a bunch of shit, isn't she? Isn't she obligatory 80s mom? Yeah, she uh, that she's the mom from another movie. I can't remember what it's called. It starts with a T and ends with an S. It rhymes with unis. It has pirates and shit. Oh, that's right. They even stole the fucking mom from the fucking movies. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! I to be fair, she has been in a whole bunch of other stuff. She was the TV new newscaster in both Die Hard and the very beginning, like the first thirty seconds of Back to the Future. Mm. Uh, she was why she's the wife of uh, Bob Zemeckis. Uh, I guess she's best buddies with uh, uh, K K Kathleen Kennedy, who's in charge of Star Wars now. I don't know, this lady died just a couple years ago from cancer, though, which is kind of a shame. Just because I just know her from, like, one or two movies. But they stole the fucking mom from the fucking Goonies. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Ugh. But yeah, so she, did, would she, she says she just picked up the book from, like, a yard sale or something, right? Yeah. Estate sale or some shit. An estate sale that happens to be this is all just within like two days before that book has to be used in a ceremony that also all the bad guys are know that this book is somehow in this town and they've come to collect it and yeah the, okay we'll get to that more later but okay i just want to make sure we're straight yeah. on where she got the book from so later dracula decides to go for a bit of a drive and takes his car that he got where and pimped out with skulls where did he have it shipped to him did you did he just happen to steal a it, hearse with a fucking silver skull hood ornament 
and he goes for a drive to the top of a hill just so he can look at the town and say, let it begin. And then yeah. lightning crashes, he turns into a spoopy course for a couple frames, <laughs> and I pissed myself. This movie sucks, man. <laughs> I mean, oh, you, you fuck it up, movie. This is... It's like a little kid's play. Oh my god, this Dracula... Of course, any moment that specifically just focuses on Dracula and nothing else is going to be the worst part of the movie, but... Oh my god, yeah, you mean the dentist just stands on top of a hill and turns <laughs> into true, a skeleton yeah. for a yeah. frame. Yeah. Uh, so... Oh. Sean goes into his cop dad's room and asks him if he shot any crooks today, and his dad responds, Jesus. he still may if he doesn't wash up for dinner. Cool, Blue dad, thanks. I may murder you, son, if you don't wash your hands. Good fuck. <laughs> um, a little bit of trivia here. Uh, this guy is named Gabriel Mocked. And uh, this is weird. I had heard of this guy. I had never actually seen him. Uh, the reason I had heard of him is he was supposedly Gene Roddenberry's number one pick to play the captain on Star Trek The Next Generation. Whoa, bullet um, dodged. I <laughs> Oh, to be fair, this guy's not terrible or anything like that, but it's kind of funny to think. Uh, I don't I don't know if they had actually come up with the character of Jean-Luc Picard before trying to cast him. I'm, I'm assuming if they had cast this guy, he would not be a French. Not that... <laughs> not that fucking patrick stewart's any more french than this guy but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah so he wants or sean wants to go see groundhog day 13 and sort your bill mary joke here yeah. and his dad says that won't work because the parents are having a date night and he needs to watch his sister his family's very good at planning ahead and letting people know things hours in advance seriously yeah oh it's they not do a... have a nice conversation well, with the dad's like that movie only exists just to separate my <laughs> separate you from my five bucks Oh, it's not a date. He lets his son know that he's going to marriage counseling. Things a child Gosh. needs to know. This starts a whole subthread in this movie that doesn't go anywhere, but the movie spends a bizarre amount of time on how his parents are this close to breaking up. Yeah, his dad lights up a cigarette, and Sean's like, I thought you quit smoking. And his dad's like, I love you, to, I love you dearly. Put a lid on it. Fuck, this guy sucks too. Great. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's what the whole town is, just asshole central. But suddenly, there's several loud thumps on the roof, and Sean's like, what's that sound? And they run to the window to see Father of the Year trophies raining from the sky. Yay! Happy family to What a town of assholes. So he gets a, the dad gets a call from the station, and some guy's ranting in the background to be locked up because he's a werewolf. So yeah. he gets ready, just opens the front door, and is like, "Hey, you got to reschedule that appointment. It's important. Some crazy guy says he's a werewolf, and you know I just gotta get down to the station. And this thing sounds crazy to anybody else." And the mom responds with, "I'm important," and he leaves. And then she just but, looks but, like. He, can't, he never made it to his car as he was pelted to death by hundreds of husband of the year trophies. Yeah, he, he tried to get his car, but it burst open with the, the world's greatest dad mugs just came pouring out of all the good oh, car seats. Good fuck, whoever wrote this had the happiest childhood. I mean, I guess it's I, I, I guess it's better than the kid's family being super happy and like, yay, 50s perfect nuclear family but there's a middle ground between yay 50s perfect nuclear family and like miserable gang of assholes <laughs> yeah like yeah oh my god 
Mm-hmm. At the station, the werewolf guy demands to be locked up. He grabs a gun from a cop, shoots it in the air, and then he gets shot a bunch of times. Good plan there, werewolf man. This is the closest thing to a good action scene in this movie is the whole fist fight with the wolf man, but mm-hmm. yeah. At the at this small town's museum that has a whole wing for Egyptian shit, uh, mm-hmm. a cop is being a super shitty asshole to the security guard, giving him third degree that there was a mummy there and now there isn't, and he didn't hear anything. What are you talking about? How dare you, sir? What the fuck is wrong with everybody in this town? Yeah, and well, and also like uh, the the this cop dad doesn't seem to put any the two and two together in regards to like, okay, we just had a, a wolf man get shot at the police department and also like someone just stole a mummy from the museum like has, has this guy never like heard of monster movies before like at least he would think yeah. like you, I, obviously the guy's not gonna think well, what if monsters are actually attacking the town but like you'd think okay some dipshit horror movie monster fans like like what the hell's going on in the town tonight like yeah and they make a joke about how like he, he goes over and he's like oh mummy's not gonna get up and walk by itself and then and cue they, the footage of the mummy getting around and walking yeah. by itself and then an ambulance drives by a mummy and inside the driver's wearing headphones and turns off the CB radio and I'm like what is wrong that's with how that town? works yeah <laughs> he's got the dead werewolf in the back of his van and the werewolf pops up and kills him and what the fuck is this walled eyed design <laughs> this werewolf that was my next note is like I, I why bother making this movie unless you're gonna make it with Universal so you can just use the universal monster designs because I, I so I guess a lot of the creature stuff in this movie was done by Stan Winston Studios and I guess the other people working at Stan Winston Studios designed the Wolfman to kind of look like Stan Winston although if you look up a picture of Stan Winston Stan Winston his eyes look like are a on the side triangle. of his head that's what I'm saying this is like fucking fetal alcohol syndrome Wolfman like it's not like <laughs> This is not good, and like the Gilman, actually, they put a lot of work into the Gilman. The Gilman's later, but probably like, yeah, the best character looking wise in the movie that gets the least like, amount of screen time. Yeah, and they do a pretty good job with Frankenstein, like making him look Frankensteiny without like you know they can't make him green or give him the exact same makeup as Karloff. Yeah. But but like the Wolfman really hurts, which is funny because actually of all the uh, character makeups you could change from the original uh, movies that I don't think people would care too much would be the Wolfman, because that makeup was not that great. No. And also, like, I think Wolfman's probably one of the less popular of those movies. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah, they kind of came up with a shitty new design. It just looks so pointy! It looks like a weird wolf elf! Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's like a PlayStation 1 model, just a bunch of triangles. It's <laughs> a polygons, exactly, yeah. Just got attacked by a Katamari Damacy character. So the, the oh werewolf kills the driver, and then Sean's watching a drive-in movie on his roof, rather than go inside. And then, rather than go inside and talk to his wife and try to work shit out, his dad hides like a pussy on the roof with Sean, and they watch the movie together. Bonding. This is well. Also, he hands him a delicious Burger King sandwich meal, and also drinks from his delicious Pepsi brand soda drink. And they watch this hundred-foot-tall movie theater, or a uh, 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 drive-in screen, which I have no idea how this drive-in stays in business when its drive-in screen is easily viewable by everybody in town. Yeah, and you can it's a hundred-foot, like, I, it's, it's actually, I do appreciate the sentiment. It's a cool visual and everything like that, too. But the exaggerated height 
of that movie screen compared to all the tiny little houses surrounding it is common. Also, the interesting thing about the house they live in, I guess on one side they've got this big drop-off where you can watch movies any time, and on the other side of the house they've got a street, and on the other side of the house they've got a swamp. A swamp? Like, what the fuck? Where is this town? Where is this house? Like, what the hell? Oh, my God. I do. It's it's also, I guess, depending on the drive-in, especially in the 80s, some drive-ins were still first-run drive-ins, but when I was a kid, the couple times I went to a drive-in, it was always, like, a second-run at best. Mm. Uh, like, you know, my family saw uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time, but we saw that, like, three months after it I, came out because that's when it first came to drive-ins. I think there's still one in Oregon. It's been a couple of years since I've driven yeah. by it, but, yeah, there's still a drive-in. I think you like, mentioned that on the, the way to McMinnville. Yeah, you would hope that would be a first run because I can't imagine. Well, I guess you could, you could probably make a buck with a drive-in if it's if you're really selective and show really cool old movies too. But well, yeah. Oh god, that fucking Wolfman is so stupid looking. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna pause the movie. No, guys. you're Skip that a little bit. It, well, oh it turns out it wasn't an ambulance; it was a coroner's van. But to be oh, fair, okay. To be fair to me and my note taking, why would a coroner's van need emergency lights on top of it to look like an ambulance? Who are they That's, in a hurry yeah, to get yeah, to? Yeah. Dead fuckers That's... are gonna be dead. There's a lot of sloppy directorial just aesthetic decisions in this movie that makes things kind of more confusing and, and stupider than they have to be. But yeah. So now the driver's dead, and the werewolf body's missing. Second one is body gone missing that night, because I guess they're counting the mummy. And now yeah. the, the werewolf is sulking around the swamp, and uh... <laughs> and he wolf! Okay, yeah. And so, he yeah, runs, so everyone's he ganging runs up into in the Dracula swamp. and the mummy and looking very frail and completely unthreatening. Yeah. And then Dracula uses his cane for, to force lift an X-Wing out of the swamp. <laughs> oh, Except it, it, it's what, not totally it was, him. It wasn't the force. It was the creature from the Black Lagoon. Which that's actually, I thought that was a clever way to, to introduce the, the creature. But why Why did he point his cane and be like... <laughs> of all the things that don't make sense in this movie... Is he trying to show <laughs> off for his, for his peeps? Was he disappointed? Like, does he actually have, like, the ability to force pull X-Wings out of the swamp and he just got surprised? Like, is it diminished? And he was a little bit like... He's like, oh my god, I'm actually better than I used to used to be. And I was like, oh man, it's just the, the creature again just goofing with me. Dracula's all like, humph. So but now yeah. they have a box with Frankenstein in it. Okay. What? And this is the least scary thing because you've got all these, you've got all these classic horror creatures just standing around a wet box mm-hmm. with a dentist pretending to be Dracula. Mm-hmm. And then Dracula uses his cane, or he pulls some shit out of his cane, hooks it up to Frankenstein's monster. Lightning hits that shit, and now Frankenstein's back alive. This, this and I know another... it's Frankenstein's monster, but I'm just gonna call him Frankenstein because that's what everybody in this movie calls him. Well, they him. even make a joke about it in this movie, but that's the f- you know yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, fucking Christ. This is another thing. Just a weird bit of direction. Who knows? I maybe could have been in the original script, but this is this is a perfect example. You could have shown how cool and badass Dracula is. Uh, you can, like, instead of Dracula going through this complicated thing where he has, like, he takes his cane and he pops off two little things off the cane and he has to connect them to Frankenstein's warts and then, like, he has to, like, uh, like, extend his cane like fucking Inspector Gadget and hold in the sky like fucking Thunder of the Barbarian and, and mm-hmm. call down lightning and stuff. Why don't, like, skip all that weird sh- the setup for this? Just show how powerful Dracula is. Just have him call down lightning just with his own magical ability to strike... Uh, Frankenstein, bring him back to life. Like, they're overthinking the shit, too. And it just makes the scene 
uh, too long and clunky. And Dracula, again, he just feels like a dentist dressed up like Dracula. Actually, let him show his magic power or something like that. And you're resurrecting Frankenstein, the other biggest, baddest movie uh, horror monster of all time compared next to Dracula. And it's just the most kind of fussiest just way of doing it that's just so not interesting and just... Ugh, just like little creative decisions like that build up in a movie like that to make it too fussy and, and not fun and you're taking away opportunities to show great character building moments for characters like Dracula and it's just stupid. It's just dumb little creative decisions. Anyway. Well, I pooped myself. It was so intense. I don't know about <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. Oh, so like the Dracula like, hires... The, this is, before Dracula got on the airplane, did he hire like a special cane maker? He's like, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but... I'm going to put Dracula in a swamp, and I need electricity to, get to wake him up. So could you put, like, an electrical thing in my cane that I used to hook up to his neck and then stick it in the sky? And then, like, the cane makers are like, oh, you know, it sounds crazy, but we get requests like this all the time. We'll, we'll hook you. We'll, we know what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. Anyway, so they, 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 they shot Dracula. Frankenstein, what the fuck is named back to life? Yep. And, and Sean's and Frankenstein house. says something? He's like, Ready Bra Fortuna. <laughs> and I t- there's a couple of bits in this movie where monsters talk and like the, the audio is so processed it's completely incomprehensible. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's the end of that scene. And in Sean's house, Sean's mom puts a candle next to Phoebe's bed and tells her so long as it's there, nothing bad can happen to you. You know, aside from catching on fire and burning alive while you sleep. Yeah. And then Phoebe Just says... Just don't put any paper on the end table. Phoebe says that Sean says that when thunder happens, lightning, the monster shows up, but her mom says that's not true, and she says goodnight, and she leaves, and Phoebe, as she leaves, says, are you gonna yell at him? It's good acting from the mom with the face twitching, and she's like, honey, I love your father. And she's like, I meant Sean for trying to scare me. And she's like, oh, oh, right. Yeah, that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's just no. like, okay. This scene is completely... I mean, I guess you want another then, little scene well, with the sister just to keep her in play, but... And then her mom's like, and since you didn't say anything about me yelling at your father, I'm gonna go rip him a new asshole. Yeah! Try, to, s- to, try to sleep through our screams, dear. And then she's all like, well, good, well, fuck you! <laughs> the, so then cop, we get to cop watch... Cop Dad's wife is not gonna call him Cop Dad, but she is all like, Cop Dad, you went out, and fuck you! And he's like, fuck you, too! So then, boop, boop, boop. then they scream at each other as they Sean scream watches. At each- yeah, Sean's just, like, I'm, super sad oh, and depressed. I yeah. Yeah, man, my parents never really... Uh, never really fought i'm so i can't imagine living through this shit but that's because i know I mean, this I, is a thing for a lot of people but yeah fuck. but Yelling, yeah, why is I know it there, i know movie? there's fan, I, I, that's a good question too <laughs> to, I make, mean, to make him i guess to make sean relatable to kids his age or something which i appreciate that like you said i, I like i, I if, if they're gonna default i'd actually rather default towards this than perfect happy family that seems unrealistic and is completely bland but like there's no resolution or I, no, you're not gonna wrap up a, a family dispute this, within a these movie parents, like this but at least these parents do not get back, back together after, at the end of this movie yeah that's the sequel is <laughs> Monster Squad 2 Divorce Court like yeah, yeah this, there's no happy ending for these parents but at least you could think that like Sean would learn something over the course of the events of this movie that'll help him deal with like, and family f- dysfunction or something I feel like, that, like but this, no I feel like this movie tries to make the dad like likable and, yeah. and us be on his side but he's a piece of shit yeah, because he's the cop, and we see that he's actually, when he's sneaking out of the house, he actually is doing cop stuff. It's not like he's sneaking out of the house to get away from the mom. Oh, the mom 
is, it's like their mom's wrong too. But like, yeah, like we're so like he had he had to leave the house to go to the museum and have somebody say, I don't know, the mummy vanished, and then he goes, huh doesn't get up and walk and then he went home and watched movies with his son rather than spend time with his wife cool and, guy and the, and, yeah and we're supposed to think that guy's cool and while his mom like yeah just yeah yeah fuck you movie yep garbage humans everyone <laughs> that's my favorite collectible barble gum card so sean, from the 80s. <laughs> sean watches his parents scream at each other and uh now, on the dry erase board, there's a message for him that says, from Mr. Alucard. He's interested in the Van Halen diary, possible money signs. Did she say Van Halen? Yeah, it says Van Halen diary. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, so, and this is... So Sean oh, yeah. sits down at the table and does what we all do when we see a message from somebody, writes down Alucard, and We try to figure out what secret codes are embedded what, what could it be? Oh, shit, it's Dr. Acula, the local dentist. Time for his six-month I mean, clean. That way, that's actually yeah. The doctor actually—that's actually—he's not Dracula. He is just Doctor Acula. At this um, point, I think it would be more confusing to people to be named Doctor Acula rather than Dra- than Alucard. Yeah, because I for a while I assume like these kids are supposed to be so movie savvy. Like I'm like, okay, well that's obviously gonna be a good giveaway to the fucking dipshit main kid. That okay, so someone's someone not cool. Uh, is obviously after that diary because Alucard's obviously made up name. I mean, you probably wouldn't assume that it's actually the real Dracula calling, but like, okay, someone's goofing with him. But no, he doesn't seem to know that, like, despite being such a horror master, I I know the Castlevania also, games since this movie have ca- came out have really popularized the whole Alucard is just either right? the son or a synonym for Dracula. But even then, in 1987, a kid who's this into monster movies should know exactly what do- doc uh, what Alucard is. Also. I'd like a scene where Dracula's just sitting around going, I need a name. What would be a good name? Do you think he's like watching like the fucking Ontario Classic movies? They've got like a Dracula horror movies uh, marathon going <laughs> and like at one point someone mentions Ali Card. He's like, hmm, I never thought of that. That what is a I, good idea. What if I just do my name backwards? Alucard? Hey, that sounds pretty cool. I'm gonna use that. What's Hitler backwards? If, like, Hitler came back to life and he needed to come up with a new name, it's like, call me Hitler. Perfect. Oh, my God. It's just... But yeah, so for the the kid, uh, even though he doesn't seem to know what Alucard is, he spends a ridiculous amount of time trying to decipher what name that could be. What if he came up with nothing? (laughs) Then the movie just ends there. It's just again the writing, the, the like the logic in this movie makes no fucking sense. The movie can't decide how smart these kids are about uh, monster stuff, and uh, it's fine. Sometimes okay, your kid's not gonna know some stuff. Obviously, they're not. Yeah. They're not. They're only twelve or whatever. But then, like even like assuming that, then like yeah, why would this kid suddenly assume this is a puzzle that needs to be solved? You would just go, oh, also, okay. So, you like, know, if anything, I... you would look up, start looking up Alucard in the phone book to see who this guy is, so you can call him back and say, hey, yeah, I'll I'll sell you this fucking I, book. I need I to just, buy some fucking Nintendo. I just thought about it. Their knowledge of monster movies or lack thereof doesn't really come in handy for them outside no. of knowing silver kills werewolves and stinks and fucking and Randy already knew that, and he's the only one who actually uses that knowledge for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, if you're going to lay this shit down on a script like this, then use it. It's, ah, that's, that's the beautiful thing about Back to the Future. Back to the Future is a 
beautifully written film where every little bit of knowledge that gets dropped on the audience is gets used later and informs character stuff. This movie, there's all kinds of it's flailing in all these different directions where there's there's some good bits, but like nothing really connects together. It's all just kind of like what the fuck is going on. So anyway, yeah. So some random kid wakes up his dad to say there's a monster. Robotech in his kid. He's got Robotech pajamas on, which yeah. I don't know why cracked me up. But yeah. Uh, he wakes his dad up and says there's a monster in the closet. And his dad is, of course, a condescending asshole. <laughs> because this just... fucking town and doesn't notice the mummy in the kid's closet. Ooh, there's a scary mummy. He's like, do you see any more monsters? And actually, that kid should have been, yes, motherfucker. There's a monster, my pet monster on the shelf right next to you. <laughs> sucking son of a fuck. Yeah, like, if you don't and know also, that, then. And but what? Why is the mummy in this kid's closet? This is ex- again. If this, if the mu- movie had done anything to explain that, like maybe the mummy is trying to hide his way across town, like he's trying to, he's, but like, he's just there. It's this. This scene does nothing for the movie other than just like, well, we need to have another scene of the mummy because the mummy only shows up and then he gets unraveled later and he does nothing else in the movie. So this is just scene just exists to be like just a do. The parent doesn't believe the kid. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. It's just so like, okay. Because especially the kid comes, he turns around and the mummy's already gone. He's already slinked out of his window. So it's like, yeah, what the, the dad, was the, the point of this scene? The dad tells the kid to knock it off and go back to sleep and just leaves the room. Doesn't tuck his son and tell it. him doesn't everything's all right. Just, doesn't, doesn't tuck him in. Doesn't try to calm him down or anything. Just walks away. Garbage humans. Everybody in this town is <laughs> fucking awful. I hate everybody in this Dude, town. This fucking town. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So now the Monster Club is called the Monster Squad, and they're all in the swamp. And now Sean is getting really aggro at his friends, yelling at him. He heard a guy on the phone saying he was a werewolf, and then he got shot, and his body vanished, and the driver was killed. And did, did his dad tell him all this? Is this yeah. something a 12 year old boy should be hearing from his father? Well, I no, know the he best says. Thing is that he I got know to he. Hear all this- but from his dad yelling at his mom about all this that's even yeah. more just like jesus christ man and and sean says a mummy vanished from the museum tonight as well and the kid from the last scene is there now in the monster club and said a mummy came in my house where did this kid come from yeah i what time is it shouldn't the these kid kids be also, asleep the kid is also now wearing a confederate hat yeah. Which is also, again, it's like, like the, the production designer's been kind of cutesy, like, but it's a little, what <laughs> confederate has, a weird but, <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh... Dracula might be around too because Alucard, and then, but oopsie, oh no, the fat kid farted. You can tell they're good friends because they call him fat kid, not Horus. <laughs> good just, fuck these animals. What, what is he credited? I, I hope he's credited as fat kid. Because <laughs> seriously, like, the name Horus is only mentioned like twice in the whole film and then for the rest of the movie it's the fat kid farted. I, I, I fucking, I love this era of 80s films where everyone was just a character stereotype. None of them were just like, like he's had not a character. They were just an fat. archetype. Yeah, that's well, yeah, what are you gonna do? But like, for some reason, in the middle of this though, this suddenly like, this this suddenly gives all the all the people in the midst, middle of the fat kid's fart, they like, suddenly decide now they have to become the monster squad. Well, then and... Sean yells at them to get a clue because people are dying and they're the only ones that can do anything. But Horace raises his hands and says, "Um, I'm a child, so I'm gonna go." I don't want to kill anyone. I just want to go home and leave my fucking <laughs> I just want to watch, I just back to the watch old movies with no soundtracks. 
See, look at me. I want to. I just want to listen to my Return of the Jedi soundtrack over and over. <laughs> I just want to listen to the Star Wars radio play. Come on. I just shoplifted a new penthouse magazine from the local comic shop. I I got some shit to do with my guys. <laughs> But then suddenly it becomes this big dramatic moment of like, yeah, where they suddenly decide to like spar on each other's honors to become the monster squad. And what should be like this really big moment in the film is just like a what? Well, they all put their hands in and like put it on top of each other. And why is Rudy's hand made of sausage? Oh, <laughs> oh, so, yeah, this is Sean thinks the book is the key, but it's all in German. And the other kid says his sister's taking German in high school. And Horace says all she does is hang out and let guys touch her tits. I hate these kids. They're all <laughs> these kids are the real monsters. Yeah, no, it's it's I mean, I'm all for kids swearing and stuff. But yeah, it gets a little well, this is this. There's a, another thing where thing this movie does, too, is often whenever the, you can't see the kids mouths, they'll suddenly drop in. The sound editor will drop in a bunch of random clips. Um, I can't remember which scene it is in the movie, but like the kids are like walking along like a log back towards. Yeah, the, I remember that their thing. too. And it's just a bunch of like it's like they went to all they had all the actors in the in the sound studio to do some looping for the film, and it's all like they had each of the kids just say a random thing that they could just drop in whenever their mouths aren't shown, and I think that's part of the reason why this movie has such a weird uh, schizophrenic feel to it because like whenever. They can, they, they'll squeeze in extra bits of dialogue from the kids that make no sense within the context of the scene, but it's just something crazy for them to say. Yeah. And sometimes they'll do that where the kids are like, like, they'll have whole conversations where they're not talking about the same thing, but they're, they're just like, I love soup. I think hockey is okay. Oh, your tits are fine. Fantastic. Your sister's so sexy. No, what are you doing? It's just like, what the hell? And that's not how anyone actually has a conversation in real life. Yeah. It's just the weirdest, mm, but yeah. So they have the, the monster squad. They all put monster their hands squad. in. Even the dog does. It doesn't pr uh, do anything. Oh, and this is a way. perfect example where they suddenly just drop in a thing from Randy, where he's like, "Huh, how does the dog get up here?" Yeah. Which that's fine, cause that's just a one. That's just the button to the scene. But like I said, there's whole uh, bits. There's whole little bits <laughs> in this movie. And that then Sean's like, butt jokes "We like carry that. him, asshole. He's a We're he's fucking... a small dog." We'll put him in a basket and hoist him up. It's not that fucking hard, man. There's yeah. a ramp. We built a half mile long ramp that he slowly walks up. Yeah. So at a spoopy um, house, Dracula's walking around, and he knows about the secret passage, which leads down to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And <laughs> it's only what it looks like. Yeah. He talks to Frankenstein and tells him he wants him to get the diary. Children possess it. If they don't well, cooperate, guess... just kill them. Yeah, Frank. He's put Frankenstein in jail. So I guess even though. Doesn't he say later on that, like, he's my best friend or something like that? Like, I guess, I Frank, remember. like, Dracula has to, like, keep him under... I mean, Frankenstein's not supposed to be that smart, so he could go wandering off if Dracula doesn't keep him locked up, I guess. But it's still just, like... Uh, yeah, like, Dracula has to kind of browbeat him into this mission to go, like... Yeah, he needs to, he needs the book, the Van Helsing Diary, that the kids have. And so he sends Frankenstein off to get it. Yep. So Which the... raises the question... How does Dracula know that the kids have the diary? In the very least, how does he like? Even if he somehow tracked the diary back to the yard sale, you think if anything, he would be like, "Okay, this this housemaker and her cop husband have the diary. I need to go to take care of them." Not, oh, this gang of kids named the Monster Squad, they have the diary, yeah. and like, so does is like they never explain why the diary just happens to be in the same town as this amulet. Like, where did the diary come from? Did like. 
did someone with the amulet in the, di in, in the diary die in town? And that's why they're both here at the same time. How did, was, is it just a coincidence the diary's in the same town with the amulet? And like, Dracula just found out about it after he just showed up here to get the amulet? Like, like, I just, again, not, none of it makes sense. It's just, yeah. Hand-waving so, bullshit. So, Tay goes to the scary German guy, and they run into him outside his house. And, uh, elsewhere, the little sister is sitting by the swamp, like the movie, and the Frankenstein shows up, because yeah. it's like the old movie, you get it. And that scene's over. And then inside the German dude's house, and he has a Dutch angle and a knife, and he says, the boys, time is almost up. It's the last chance for pie! And pie again... And Pie and Pepsi. What a delicious combination. Well, he's German, he's German, so he's used to trying to fatten up kids so he can put them in his oven and eat them. Mm, oh, Hansel? which actually puts... Speaking of putting people in the oven, look at that just a bit. Hansel? <laughs> Hansel? Hansel? Hansel and Gretel, yeah, it's good, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, for one Halloween episode, we should just talk about that cartoon. It yeah. really has anything to do with oh, Halloween. I, you know which, what? But Hansel? Fuck, you yeah. know what? You know what, Bill? We're doing a supplemental episode, and we're gonna fucking do it. <laughs> fucking I would totally of... fucking do that because that's Hells one of the yeah. greatest things ever. Hell's oh yeah. my god! But yes. Ah, uh, so fucking. Oh, I had. So it turns out the German guy's actually really nice. Who would have thought of this at uh, all? Well, this again. Speaking of the writing and direction, this movie being off. Like, I get the joke where they're trying to make you think that the the, the, the German guy is actually scary with the knife and everything like that. But it happens so quickly and is staged so oddly that the joke never lands. It's just kind of like. I'm going to stab you. I'm like, oh no, pie. And that's just like, it's just, it could have been a funny well, game, but it's just aside from him badly executed. Aside from him peeking out the windows, they never really make him seem threatening. No. And even when he tries to be threatening, he's obviously just like a little old man. Like, they don't, like, build it up. There should be a little bit of tension there or something like that. Yeah. But no, he's just a, like, you could, <sighs> just poof. But Horace says, scary German guy's bitching right in front of him. Dude, Oh, yeah, it turns out, have yeah, some chill, oh, yeah. you idiot. And then, so he reads <laughs> the book. I mean, he's, if everyone gets to call the fat kid the fat kid, he gets to turn to tell the, just re refer to the scary German guy as a scary German guy. Yeah, so, so the German guy says, does he get a name? No, it's just scary German guy. And he oh. just does the biggest lore dropper. It's like, yeah, you, so well, I guess you can explain There's it, a but... talisman or some shit that wards off evil and it's indestructible. And once it's every an hundred... amulet that's made of pure good. Yeah. One, once every 100 years, the amulet can be shattered at the stroke of midnight and evil will win. But uh, there is a way to stop evil. Oh, fucking dog. <laughs> the dogs are trying to, try to ward off evil. Yeah, they're no, pencils. no, hey, that. hey, Daniel. What? They're just creatures of night. What beautiful music they make. Yeah, that's your dear you little yippy dogs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but so, yeah, no. So that again, even trying to. Okay, yes, go ahead. So, the so but there is a happened. way to stop evil. The good side got to get the amulet and recite some shit, and then a vortex will open to limbo and suck up all the evil shit forever. Which it seems like they did like at the start of the movie, but it didn't work. No, they just sucked in all the good guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's like no bad they, guys. They got just sucked, sucked in. in the little girl that read those shit. And German. That's the thing, because it seems like the, the the wormhole will just suck in everything. It's not just it doesn't just suck in bad guys. It just sucks in whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. And why do, do you, does the do you just need the amulet for the ceremony to work? Because no one ever once they get the amulet later, it doesn't do anything. You just it's just a random MacGuffin. It doesn't do anything in the movie at all. 
Like yeah. at least in like Raiders of the Lost Ark, the the fucking headpiece of the Staff of Ra, you need to, to, uh, so, to, to, and, to on the map to find the or just. And ugh. okay, so hold on, I'm gonna need. I I know you're not gonna have the answer because I don't think it happened. There's an answer from the movie. So he's the the German guy says the book doesn't say anything about how to do that shit. And no. so how? But they figure out how to do that shit. Well, I guess the the the, the thing that I, the version ha- you need a virgin, which. You, you they need don't establish a bunch they, of German es- shit. They do that. Do they? Do they establish that? Not or do they, really. Did the boys like, just say on, we need a virgin? I think later on someone's like just the ver- the fact that they need a virgin kind of pops up, but it's never yeah. really established in that scene. It's as the far 80s. as I can remember. Yeah. That, again, that's this is the scene. This is the scene where you reveal exactly what's well, going on, why Dracula needs all this stuff. But what I'm saying, and, saying is this. They're like, does it say how to do this shit? And the German guy's like, the book, that's the last page of the book. It doesn't say anything. But they figure out how to, how to recite this scenes shit. Essential. The, the only thing that the book really tells them here is that this ceremony is going to happen tomorrow night. Yeah. That's all, that's all of the real, but in terms of the, mecha- again, the, me- the central mechanics of the ceremony that is so central to the film, you're left with as many questions after the scene as, 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 as you are answers, which that's terrible because this is the one scene in the film where it's laying low, lay, laying bare the mechanics of what's going on in the story. And it does a terrible fucking job of that. You have no idea why Dracula is here or like what he's planning to do. Cause all he, all, cause all this suggests is that like, the amulet can be used in a ceremony that can banish good or mm-hmm. banish evil. But then, is Dracula just going to show up to try to destroy the amulet? Uh, how does like it's just like what's? They never even supposedly come out and say that. It's yeah. just here's this thing that we, like actually, if anything, it's supposed to be a tool being used by the good guys. But then, like, I just fucking no thought put into this. It seems. Yeah. From a writing perspective, it's just completely, it's just hand wavy, mm, yeah. And yeah. again, in the something like the Goonies or Back to the Future and stuff, like get, the Goonies is not the apex of all goddamn screenwriting. That's that's for damn sure. But at least again, you understand the stakes at hand. This movie, the stakes are just completely just like, oh, who gives a shit? It's just an excuse for monsters to show up, which is fine. But then don't don't expect to build stakes and tension around those stakes. When the stakes have been so poorly defined, it's just a fucking... It's just bullshit, so, yeah. Yeah. I make a pee-pee. I'll be back in a moment. That's fine. I'm going to make the pee-pee. I'm going to... You have to pee out all the Pepsi. You you go. I'm going to keep on ranting into myself like this. But it's funny because I just went on such a long rant about stakes that Daniel could have just left and come back and I would have even noticed. But, yeah, it's just, like, even with, like... Why didn't Dracula, if he was already in town, why didn't he just show up like an hour early to the, to the to the garage sale where the, the book was? Where if he knew it was Van Helsing's book was in town, like did he just not show up in time to buy it at the garage sale? Because if he had just shown up, if he had just gone up a little bit earlier, and hit the garage sale, and like bought the book before the mom did, and the mom didn't know that like anyone needed the book. The whole reason Dracula's in town is to get the book and get the amulet. Presumably, they never even specifically say that. But like, if he had just got up a little bit early and preempted that sale, and the whole rest of the movie wouldn't have happened. And oh my god, it's just it hurts. It's and like it's not like this is a complicated story. Just a little bit more explanation could have been good. Maybe the. I, maybe the maybe this scene was the vic this this movie was the the victim of 
shit being cut out of it. Daniel's back. I'm back for pee-pee. Yeah, I did manage to stump the whole time. Just, like, maybe oh. this movie was the victim of scenes that do explain this stuff being cut out. Yeah, maybe. But that's the thing. People talk about this movie so good. I'm like, how did this... Like, you don't, like you're not watching the stinker for the plot, but also the characters and everything else suck, too, so why are you watching that? It's good makeup on the monsters, and that's about it. But... We'll return after these messages. Halloween approaches. You have to prepare yourself for what might happen. More orange sprinkles. It's a special time of year, and Dunkin' Donuts is dressing up their donuts for the occasion. And here's the werewolf. So come to Dunkin' Donuts and get into the spirit of Halloween. We'd like some Halloween donuts, please. You know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters? We're the Monster Squad. What's a squad? It's like Miami Vice, I think. They're young and inexperienced. Naughty virgins. They're a bit disorganized. Monsters are not real. We don't know that, sir. 2,000-year-old dead guys do not get up and walk away by themselves. But when strange things start happening in town... There's a monster in my closet. Ooh, look at that big, scary monster! What's happening? You wait for the werewolf. Silver bullet? They're the only ones ready to do battle. Looking down there is killing people. And if it's monsters, nobody's gonna do a thing about it but us. Soon the creatures of the night shall rule the world. Real monsters? Us? Midnight in the world, remember? Maybe we can be like Mask Squad and Stingy. Two mask bombs. Yeah, 235. Sit back up. Hurry up. Yeah. Oh, Nature Squad. The book is right. Don't you see it's all true? By midnight. You got it. They won't seem so young anymore. Monster Squad. Wolfman Squad. In the laboratory of Dr. Frankenstein, something incredible was created. <laughs> the great taste of pure milk chocolate and delicious peanut butter. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one would listen. And so the world would have to wait for the two great tastes that taste great together in Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. We now return to Kissy Fern. So, as the boys leave the German guy's place, he's like, I know you shits think I was a monster too, maybe a vampire. But if it was a vampire, it wouldn't have a reflection. And they're like, you know a lot about monsters because of that one piece of knowledge he has. And <laughs> well, to be fair, it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot to juke out these kids in terms of amount of vampire knowledge yeah. you need. So yeah. he's like, I suppose I do, and closes the door, and he's got a Nazi time concentration camp number tattooed on his arm because this movie wasn't... It needed that. 
The one thing I was going to congratulate this movie on is the fact that, you, like, if you're paying attention, you can see that he's got a menorah in his bedroom or his uh, living room window. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a nice touch because that at least creates some kind of backstory as to why this German guy is living in America because he's obviously, like, if he's if he's old enough to have been, in, like, you know, been around for the Holocaust and stuff like that, and if he's Jewish, that he probably lost his family. And, like, I was like, okay, that's actually a nice touch, and that's just from a little bit of uh, literal just scene setting. Yeah. But then they have to, like, belabor it by, like, showing that, like, he's got the concentration tam- uh, tam- tampon? Mm-hmm. He's got the tampon. For... tampon. Uh, it's a magic tampon that makes you smarter when you have to do taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, they belabor that one, like, nice little character bit, which I guess is going to fly over the heads of most little kids who have ever seen this. But, like, yes. it's a little bit like, dun, dun, dun. I get it. It's such a big bum, 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 basically, yeah. So, kids are told they get that reference, and then walking outside, Sean says the amulet must be in town because Dracula was there. And I thought that Dracula was there because that's where the box landed from where it got dumped out of the that's plane, but okay. That's what I'm saying, yeah! And this, is, and this, it, is a, this scene is another opportunity for the movie to clarify the, the, the story points, but no, it's if anything, it's the characters going like, I don't know what's going on, what's going on, I don't know. So, they go in to ask Rudy if he knows any virgins, and aren't, aren't, aren't they all virgins? That's. I, I don't know if the joke is that these guys don't know that virgins can be dudes. I the, the fact that Abraham brings a lady to his ceremony at the prologue does kind of lean towards suggesting that you need a lady virgin. Mm-hmm. But it's never again. It's another plot point that's never clarified within the film. So it's just like, like yeah, I just. Even when I was a kid and knew what a virgin was, I knew enough that it was just someone who had never had sex. I never thought it was just specific. I knew there were, like, virgin ladies in movies and stuff like that. That was a character character archetype, but yeah. All they... these motherfuckers are virgins. What the yeah. fuck? Movie. So, so they go to their clubhouse, and Phoebe, the little sister's there, and introduces them to Frankenstein, and she holds his hands, and they all run like bitches. And she says, it's okay, he's friends with them, and... Come on, don't be chicken shits. <laughs> Did she say that? Yeah, she actually does call them okay, chicken yeah. shits, which, bonus points. Which, again, I know a lot of people, like, like joke about this movie being one of the most sweary kid films of all time, and I guess that's part of that, but yeah. Yeah, so Sean goes up and asks him if he's dead, and now the, can the sister be in the monster club? So they all go in the clubhouse, where the sister says she taught him to talk, and apparently she taught him to talk like Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. Because this he all... says shit like bogus, gnarly, cowabunga, dude, Hank Teddy, yeah. my shorts. Again, this movie feeling like it was written by a very, very old man. And I can, only... I can guarantee that tiny little girl had not said bogus yet. Yeah. And this movie totally trying to do the E.T. thing with this little girl befriending the monster and trying to pull on your heartstrings for like a, a story arc that really does has no resolution it... to it. It's just and bullshit. Frank and... Oh, Frank... did we... Did we... Did we skip past the bit where... Okay, so we did skip past where... Yeah, the, the, they run to Randy asking him if he knows any virgins, and he does, like, a spit take while he's drinking another Pepsi... Uh, delicious Pepsi brand drink product. Yeah. Um, again, that's another quick moment because, like, they run into the thing, and it's a, the, 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 I'm just going to point that out as another scene where it's, like, so quickly edited that it doesn't really land as much of a joke as it should. And I think it's while they're walking to their treehouse here is the scene I was talking about where the sound editor just laid in a bunch of just random things that they're saying mm. with no breathing room between the things that they're saying that just makes this movie feel really claustrophobic when the kids are around sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, anyway, Frankenstein's in the clubhouse. And he's... 
he's checking out the lady who I guess spends all her time changing in front of her window. And oh, you think she never suspects anything about this tree house, <laughs> tree house that's built five feet away from her window that can only look into her bedroom window. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing I have not seen in my almost 40 years on this earth is a lady changing in you know, with just next to an open window. Yeah. God knows enough for lack of trying, huh? <laughs> Goldbergerberger. <laughs> but yeah, this is especially when you got a lady who like full frontal like like gets up on the window and start decides to start changing. Yeah. So Frankenstein he gets a Franken boner mm -hmm. and then he leans in on I guess to set up a camera to take photos of this lady. Yeah. And he accidentally snaps a photo. Mm-hmm. And then the and kids then, are all like, here, look, here's a gross mess that looks like you. Isn't that cool? Look what a, look what a parody of you have become in our society. And he, he does not think Jesus. it's cool. You're scary. Because <laughs> and he holds his face like yeah. he's going to cry. And, it's and just... then they all go for a walk at dusk and a McDonald's commercial because they needed a shot for the trailers. It totally is, yeah. Which, so, okay, so this is dusk, this is nighttime of the first night, so this is tomorrow, 24 hours from now is when the thing's gonna happen, I guess, because there's still 40 minutes left in the movie, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, and, and at the the rundown Dracula place, Dracula and the Wolfman are walking around in the cellar until <laughs> he hits a wall with a crab mallet and they finds the ambulance. This is great, because this is like a day later, and now they're finally exploring the the, 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 the medieval castle basement of this modern suburban mansion. <laughs> and it turns out that if Dracula, like the day before when he had Frankenstein in jail, if he had just walked five feet down the hall and tapped on a wall, he would have found his amulet. And I don't also, know why he had to wait and also, bring the wolfman. He, he hits this wall with a crab mallet, a little <laughs> crab mallet, and yeah. it breaks apart. But he needs dynamite to break down the rest of the wall? Yeah, I especially you've got a monster man right next to you who's your slave. Just make him do it. And where are you yeah. going to get the dynamite from? Yeah. I mean, he gets the dynamite, so he can get, us, get it from somewhere. But, like, what the fuck is... <laughs> and also, like, well, I guess he needs the wolfman to go get it. Because the, 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 the amulet is also surrounded by, like, cloves of garlic and crosses. Mm. And it's never explained... Again, I mean, I know I keep on hammering on this, like, the fact that the, where the amulet came from and why it's here is never explained, but it's never explained, like, who put it behind this wall or yeah. anything. There could have been some cool lore about, like, Van Helsing maybe had a son that survived and brought it to America to keep it as far away from Dracula as possible, but nope, it's just random shit happening. Yeah, he else in the real world, and there'll be no one to stop them except some <laughs> asshole kids. Also! Oh! Is the Wolfman a wolf all the time now? Fuck if I know. Because, I mean, if he only turns into a wolf at midnight on, like, the full moon, or not midnight, but at the full moon, it's like the next day, and he's been a wolf all this time. So he's just, like, stuck in perpetual wolf form? Yes. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, a montage of kids doing shit, like making steaks in shop class, writing notes that say, Dear Army Guys, come quick, there are monsters, Eugene. Where, I don't solved. know where they were planning to deploy that node at because it never becomes a thing later. What are you talking about? Um, fucking Randy makes silver bullets. This is yeah. confounding too. The way this is staged, he makes silver bullets by put he pour he puts like two two uh, silver spoons into a heating pot, and before they've even had a chance to get warm, he suddenly scoops up molten silver to put in a uh, into a little uh, uh, mold. 
and before they've even had time to cool, he just dumps out two cooled silver bullets onto the table. Literally that's, takes less than 10 seconds. That's not how bullet making works. Yeah, I know it's a montage, and it's an 80s montage, no less, so logic is extra not going to make any sense, but still a little bit like... Yeah. And it seems like Rudy's the only one doing any shit, because, like, the other kids get... Well, the little business cards say the Monster Squad. <laughs> but there's no contact information on the Monster Quest. It just said Monster Squad with the word squad written in, in shaky Charles Schultz font. And, getting, just... and it's getting the film developed that everybody wants to see. I guess we don't get to see it, though. That's cool. Even the little sisters all like hopping up and down and like wanting to see it. And also, yeah, Randy steals some bows and arrows from a golf club. Mm -hmm. uh, not from a golf club. No, it is a golf club. Not 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 that there's a walking golf club, but he goes to a club where there's golfing and steals. Why is there why is bows and arrows at a golf club? Randy or Rudy? I can't remember now. Cool kid. Like all my notes are just oh, yeah, cool, cool kid, kid. main Loafer kid, boy. little kid. Penny yeah. loafers. So <laughs> Penny loafers. What's uh, <laughs> wrong with this movie? <laughs> so, so oh, Dracula gives the werewolf guy some drugs to keep him asleep during the day, and then uh, Dracula has a closet full of ladies he's been snacking on. Okay, I guess I guess three local teens shit. that he's kidnapped, yeah. and yeah, he goes, "I'm going to grab a bite." No, he doesn't do that because again, he doesn't have the voice. He's like, "I'm gonna grab a bite." I'm Dracula. Yeah. I'm Dracula. How you doing? Uh, and the Wolfman. Dude spits the drugs out and escapes. And Again, with, with the, for some reason, he's not a wolfman now, but he's obviously not trying to... He doesn't want to work with Dracula, so why he's even here is never answered, but yeah. And then uh, at the police station, they got an APB out for a hearse with a skull hood ornament, and then Werewolf Guy calls the dad and tells him to send cops to 666 Shadow Brook Road. Do you get it? 666? The devil. Like what kind of fucking yeah. monsters universe these people live in? And then the father, uh, and, and, and the father being a, an amazing piece of shit he is, just tells him, have a nice night when this old man calls in and tells him this information. And this, and I mean, considering the last person who's, like, the last, last werewolf related problem that this town had wound up with a man being shot to death within, like, five feet away from this dude's desk at the police department. You think well, he would yeah, have at least like, want to investigate or something. And then somebody getting murdered by a wolfman. Yeah, and it's just like, come the fuck on, guys. So the, but then the, the wolfman's like, no, he's gonna kill your son, and then he changes into a werewolf and runs off into the night. It's very spoopy. Uh, Daniel, technically, he's always a werewolf. It's mm. just that being a werewolf means he sometimes turns into a wolf. Although, no one ever turns into a wolf in a werewolf movie. Everyone just turns into a weird anthropomorphic two-legged wolf thing, but yeah. Uh, anyway. They turn into wolves in Twilight, I think. I've Do never they turn seen into it. wolves? And I, I, don't and I know. guess actually, I guess in, in the actual. Well, From the images I've seen online and the bits I've caught on basic cable, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> that means we have to hold Twilight up as like a good gold standard for wolves. We sure as shit don't. But anyway, stuff happens. All the kids start to converge on yeah, the monster mansion. Yeah, they're in the mansion. swamp in the middle of the night, scoping out a date of Eugene and Rudy, where he says this babe is major, okay, and then at the swamp, the creature from the Black Lagoon scares Eugene by popping out of the water and then going back in the water, because that's all he does. <laughs> it is the 
Twinkie. I don't know if they had a, had a, had a licensing deal with Twinkies, but like I don't know why that scene exists. Well, they never explain why the kids are like, are they going to Dracula's mansion? How do they know that Dracula's at the mansion? Mm. They just like I, last we saw these kids I, just I would, decided I, that they're the monster I guess squad. You could hand wave that away by saying Frankenstein led them there. Oh, that's a good. I forgot Frankenstein's on their side. Oh, okay, but again, they never make that a point. But yeah, yeah like uh, fucking uh, Penny Loafers is uh, hanging out in the treehouse with. Uh, now they've lured the girl that they've been taking naked photos of this whole time they, up to the treehouse. They ask her the most awkward way if she's a virgin, or to be more precise, what is it? Doinked? Dorked? Something? Yeah. And and and, and she, it's again she, and it's, she, she it's obviously supposed to be a funny moment, but the way it's staged is so like what? Rightfully, she gets offended and starts to leave. But then Rudy, Rudy, I can't remember his name now. Could you look it up and see if it's Rudy or whatever the fuck I else said? Okay, yeah. And she, okay. uh, he pulls out the topless, changing photos of her and blackmails her. Good fucking gravy. These are our good guys. Maybe <laughs> Doctor Acula should be taking over. Cause fuck. It's Rudy. Okay. Yeah. And also, well, did you see what the photo is of? No, it's I didn't a know photo that. of that woman fully dressed by the side of a pool. Interesting. So even then, from a prop perspective, I mean, I guess, I guess it is supposed to be a kids' film, so they're not gonna like have the, give the kid like a photo of a naked woman. But like, but they showed this. You... They showed this. I think this is supposed to be the same chick that we've seen changing in the meat window. That again, it's never so made we've explicit, seen that. but that's what we're assuming. Yeah, because she's supposedly the you know the bigger sister who has taken German lessons of the wee little kid, and so I guess that's how they've lured her up to their monster house. Yeah. And then, yeah, just to blackmail her with, actually, if you look at the blackmail, it's not actually what what it's supposed to be. Okay, so... It's just like, oh my god! So the kids are scoping out Dracula's place, and Horace makes a good point by saying, Hey, we're 12. <laughs> and then, then you Frank, get Horace being the only one who makes sense of this yeah, whole goddamn movie. Yeah, then Frank said, Master near, Master my children dead. So they go yeah. inside, where Dracula's setting up TNT? <laughs> And there's something really comical about Dracula and his full Dracula just, outfit just fiddling with wires. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, he came with, like, instead of using his power over the elements to bring Frankenstein to life, he had to use, like, he had to use the Inspector Gadget to gain to do did that. He, did he it's, take, like, like, classes on this? I'm convinced that this guy is not actually Dracula. He is just a real super fan, and that's, this is, he's just making by Iggy really is just a dentist who's just... Oh my god, he's figuring out how to turn into a bat, but not much else. So Frankenstein, oh or, or, so they go inside, where Dracula is setting up the TNT, and then, why didn't they do this during the day when Dracula's sleeping? Yeah, especially, I mean, I guess they're under Were they too busy making be, business cards? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's gonna be 24 hours. Wait, is this, is this the night where it all goes down? Yeah. I guess they can't wait until the day then. But so, they Frankenstein comes in. He actually he's so heavy he makes the floorboards creak, which mm -hmm. Dracula realizes that. Which Dracula's like, oh fuck! And the TNT blows up because Dracula isn't very good at wiring. And part of the house falls on Frankenstein, and Horace and Eugene try to help him. But Sean, being a garbage dumpster of a human he is, is like, don't help him. If he's dead, he died trying to help us. And if this motherfucker was real a monster fan, he'd be like, Dra Frankenstein's been in tons of rubble. He's always come out fine. He's been he's frozen fine. and put in tar and, like, all kinds of shit like that. Yeah, he's gotten atomized by fucking death rays and shit like that. And also, this guy's your best chance to take down Dracula. You got Frankenstein on your side. Take three minutes and pick up a couple of rocks and 
to help this motherfucker. Man, Sean's a God, piece of shit. God, and this, even the way this kid looks, he looks like he's just made of farts. I hate this kid. God, you know what? I just realized he's wearing a fucking Adidas jacket, too, which is even mm. more... Uh, which I didn't think realize so was much Russian. of a thing until there's a fight in it in a pile of Adidas later. But mm. yeah, ugh, he's so, Russian. He's just, just have a Russian tracksuit on, yeah. <laughs> so he says he's the leader of this squad, and they're gonna find that amulet. But oh no, it's the Wolfman. So Sean yells, "Kick him in the nards!" So Horus does, and then proclaims, "Wolfman guards nards!" And there it is, folks. With the so many people consider to be the highlight of this movie. A wolfman uh, having nards. That's the thing, at least again, not to compare this to the Goonies, but I'm going to do it forever anyway, because this movie's setting us up for it. At least the Goonies has a couple highlights that's not just like one or two bits of dialogue. Like, there's actual, like, you know, like, this is it. This Between this and the, and the vampire calling a little girl a bitch, those are the only two memorable bits from this movie, and they're just, like, really weird bits of dialogue. Everything else is pretty eminently forgettable, but... Yeah, so Wolfman's got Nards, which of course he's got. I know they talk about that a little bit earlier, but of course he's a wolf. It's not like he turns into a robot. I mean, it's not like wolves' balls retreat up inside the wolf's exactly. body. Exactly, yeah. They still have balls. You turn into, a, like, a fucking chimp. You're still going to have chimp balls if you're a dude, presumably, unless it's, <laughs> you're, like, a transgendered wolfman chimp dude. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> so they all run, just randomly through the yeah, house. Yeah, that's it. They, they, they fucked up. They find Dracula's brides that are there yeah. now, and then Dracula, and they scream a lot and get trapped right next to the secret door, and then they they, they pull in the arm because the secret passages always exist. And they fall yeah. through a trap door, as you do. Which it, drops them literally right in front of the amulet chamber. Well, first, at, at some diner, the other squad members that wow. aren't at the Dracula's place get a hold of Sean and the cool guys, but they can't reach them. They try to get a hold of them, excuse me. And the sister says, and the sister says, uh, the older sister, the, the one that's being blackmailed by these gross children. <laughs> Which you have no idea why she continues to hang out with these people. And like, she yeah. says, maybe the monsters got them. And Rudy goes, nah, 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 nah. what a cool guy. I'm glad they cut away from the main action to show this asshole just being an asshole to this woman he's blackmailed with fucking illegal nude photographs of her. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, yeah. Oh my fucking god, I hate these people. So they've fallen into the Goonies tunnels right in I front guess of the Dracula, whole Dracula even though, made. Even though Dracula had just uncovered the amulet with that explosion TNT just like 30 seconds ago, I guess he, did, he didn't think to grab you the amulet before he went to go attack the middle schoolers <laughs> attacking yeah. his house upstairs? You think he this just amulet would be more important than some little kids? He's, his entire uh, completely undescribed plan hinges on is all about him. He's traveled half a world away. He's got all the best monsters in the world just to get this amulet, and he's distracted by a bunch of fucking middle schoolers. Well, don't yeah. worry, because Sean takes half an hour to walk towards it and grab it. <laughs> well, there is a spectacular Cirque du Soleil laser light show going on beneath the amulet. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you. I guess although, I guess Dracula would have had a hard time getting at it because it is completely filled with garlic and crosses and crucifixes and stuff, so presumably so, he would have needed the wolfman's help to get the amulet back, I guess. So Dracula grabs Sean as he comes out of the hole and gently shakes him, demanding, give it to me. Hey, you're Dracula, and he's a child? You could probably just take it from him. It's, again, more proof that this guy is just a dentist dressed up like Dracula, because but, it's, yeah, you're fucking Dracula. You don't say, <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, please give me the thing you have. Don't worry, Horace has some leftover pizza. Because he's the fat kid. 
I mean, this is this is this is pure '80s kids movie right here. And he rubs the it on Dracula's face. The fat kid's got a slice of pizza in his pocket. He rubs it on Dracula's face, burning him. Why the fat kid gotta have food? And they yeah, all, I just they all uh, run, and they run into. Uh, uh, oh, Sean even says garlic. Thanks. I wouldn't have put that together if you had to said it, you asshole. Because I mean, the movie has to go out of its way to explain that, but like the actual plot of what's happening, they just completely leave up to your imagination. Like if yeah. Dracula had fallen in some holy water inside the church, would Sean had to go holy water? Like. Is anyone gonna think it's the green onions that did it? Like, well, yeah, we get the, it's Italian food. We get, yeah, duh. Oh, pineapple! He hates it. <laughs> he hates these cans. So, oh god, movie. They all run and they run into scary German guy in a jeep and. Which just happens the, to show up. Other... I guess the, I guess the little little sister has gone off and, and got, yeah got scary and old guy. The other two monster squad kids and the blackmailing sister, and they all go to church because monsters hate churches. And that's where they're going to read this text that they apparently got from somewhere sometime. I guess the text is supposed to be... Again, they never really articulate it, but they're reading the text out of Van Helsing's journal later. Yeah. yeah. Which, I, But I thought they said earlier in the movie that there wasn't anything in the book about that shit. I... Yeah. Again, I, 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 can, I, I, I hope that it's in a deleted scene, because I can't imagine the writers would be that fucking sloppy, because it's... Yeah, oof. So, and then it's a scene of the dad and his partner, and his partner's like, come on, we can all go all the way to that 666 place because some guy claiming to be a werewolf said your son's going to be killed. <laughs> and then he laughs a bunch because everybody in this town is just absolutely the worst. Yeah. And despite the fact that they have already had a couple murders in the last, like, 24 hours, yeah. you think, okay, maybe take this a little bit seriously, dipshit. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody. Don't worry, he's gonna get his own just desserts in a couple minutes. Yeah. Everybody's driving <laughs> in the German guy's car, and then the mummy's just in the middle of the road. They swerve to miss him, and somehow he grabs onto the back of the jeep and is just hanging just there. Magic, now. just things—the magic of movies. Rudy gets some of the mummy's cloth, ties it to an arrow, and shoots it into a tree, and the mummy just unravels into dust. And I Ru fucking do love this. This is a great way. If you're gonna take out the mummy, this is a great way to do it. Yeah, and there, and Rudy quips, "See you later." Bandage breath. Zing. Got him, but this, good. This movie at some points makes the Lost Boys look like Shakespeare. <laughs> in terms of like, death by stereo. But yeah, no, I love the mummy unraveling, even if though you can see the skull. There's a wire on the mummy's skull. As as the good guys drive away, you see the skull kind of rolling from off camera and, and stop in front of the camera. But uh, in order to stop it, it's on a string that they kind of pull at the last second. So it's I just thought it's it's great. I just like yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah, the mummy got fucked up. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, speeding on the way to the swamp, Sean's dad drives into Dracula's car, but it goes right through them. And yeah, is that one of Dracula's powers? Ghost cars? Guess, when you're dentist, Dracula, I guess yeah, ghost car is a good power. Yeah, I guess his carriage could do that back in the medieval days, but now he could do it to cars. And, and it. At Sean, at Sean's house, oh no, Phoebe's candle burned out with her mom looking at it like, oh dear. Maybe because oh, she realized that. she left the candle burning for like two days. And yeah, she could have torched the whole house. Yeah. And outside of their house, a very petty Dracula shows up, crashing into the gate. He just looks so angry, yeah. Walks to the backyard, throws some Why? TNT into the clubhouse, and says, meeting adjourned. Man, fuck you. 
Again, this is Dracula. Why does he need a hearse? Why is he just... He's just throwing a fit. He's so petty. And, uh, and Bill, like, he doesn't need dynamite to blow up the house. Again, he can do a lightning strike or something more interesting than just... I'm just so, going to get all the TNT in town. Bill, I found uh, some actual minutes of a meeting from the studio that, <laughs> that I stumbled yeah. across. And uh, I'll read it to you right now. Oh, no. How, how should we make Dracula look more 80s? Update his wardrobe. You're fired. Uh, have him use modern technology. Clear out your desk. I want you gone by the end of the day. Uh, yeah. Have him live in a current day house. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> Give him dynamite. Give that man a raise. <laughs> Give him all the dynamite in the world. You know how in video game adaptations of movies, they, they always have the character using powers and fighting enemies that... They never did in the movie, like at Home Alone, they'll like like they'll give like Kevin McAllister like dynamite yeah. or a shotgun or something like that. That's kind of like what's happening in this movie in the movie itself. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like if this if they turn Monster Squad into a Japanese video game for the yeah. NES, like I love... would, like for some reason Dracula would be throwing dynamite at you, but now it's actually happening yeah. in the film. I love the ending in Castlevania too, where Dracula's hucking dynamite at you. <laughs> I know it's just uh, I I don't know if there was something like. Like, maybe, like, they were worried that the rating would get pushed up above, like, PG if they actually had Dracula do real violence it, No, this people? is a PG-13 movie. It's a PG-13... What the yeah. fuck? They have no excuse! I know yeah. Dracula fucks up some cops later on in the movie, Kind but, of. Like, but, like, you're just blowing up a fucking little treehouse! Do something... I mean, it's funny to use dynamite. I mean, using dynamite to attack everybody in any movie is a great idea. But not when you're a monster right. who's just defined by your power, so you don't even need dynamite. It's like it's 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 like if Frankenstein used a gun all the time. Like no, like you know he doesn't need a gun. He can just choke people out. That's the whole point of Frankenstein. So yeah. this next scene gets real stupid, and I I, I know you probably <laughs> oh, didn't no. notice, but I'm gonna I'm gonna point it. Are, are you to this next scene yet? And you're watching of it. Let's see. Okay. Where the dad pulls up. Oh yeah, the dad shows up. Yeah. So the dad pulls up. He gets out of the driver's side car and jumps out. And Dracula lights some TNT with his mind, as he does, and throws it under the cop car. That's the where, most Dracula shut up, power shut up, that he shows up, in this whole scene, yeah. Where the partner is now sitting in the driver's seat for reasons. Well, he wanted a closer look. And he can't figure out how doors work, so he gets blown <laughs> up. Because it is like, he's like, get out of the car, and the guy's like, no, 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 boost. <laughs> and then Dracula, that's probably the why coolest did this, Why did he get in the driver's seat all of a sudden? He wanted a closer look, but he's too scared <laughs> to get out of the car. Stupid. I mean, I mean, they are here to try to rescue this guy's Isn't family from so... being attacked by a monster. Of course he's just going to hide in the car rather than get so out after, with his partner. After, after seeing his partner murdered by this dude in TNT, the dad waits a while and finally tries to shoot Dracula, but it no work. And then Only Dra after Dracula smirks at him for 30 seconds that he and finally then, takes a shot. Yeah. And then Dracula says... I will have your son. And the dad says, What? Sexually? And Dracula's like, What? No. No, good heavens. No. What? What are you? What do you think? Why would you apply what? that? Why would you think that? The dad's like, Well, I mean, you, the, what, what you said and the way you're dressed and the fact <laughs> it's a homophobic 80s movie, I, I just figured yeah. that Dracula's, Dracula's like, like, I'm a monster. I'm not a monster. Dracula's like, No, no, I'm, I'm just going to kill him. I'm I'm gonna bite his neck and suck him dry, and you know, when I say it out loud, I can understand why you'd be confused. And then Dracula turns into a bad flop, flop, flops away. 
Yeah, and it, 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 actually the execution of that is pretty clever because the camera pans past Dracula to show a uh, sad wife coming out of the house, mm-hmm. and so you just see Dracula in silhouette, and the silhouette turns into a like, cartoon little bat, and I thought that was kind of clever. Yeah, and then Mom comes out and is very confused, and then of course Dad ignores her and starts running around calling for the kids, he yells into a walkie-talkie, and Shan- Sean's like, hey Dad, come to the church, it's time for Mass. It's time for the final act of the film to begin. We need all the characters on set. But, oh, no, the church is locked. They'll have to do it outside. But, oh, no, the brides of Dracula are very Very slowly walking towards them. The only threat they're making is kind of slowly starting to raise their arms a little bit. But then Rudy goes out and says, I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? That's actually the one part of the movie I thought was genuinely cool. Because just the way he said because he doesn't yell at her or anything like that, it's really understated. And he's got, like, a lit cigarette in his mouth. Mm. And I was like, okay, if I were a kid watching this shit, I'd be like, okay, I'm part of the Rudy fan club now. I'm fucking 42 years old, and I'm still like, okay, I'm part of the fucking Rudy fan club right now. (laughs) So then Rudy just murders some ladies in the middle of the street. He just murders, flat-out murders three (laughs) three defenseless women in the middle of the street. And I guess nobody else was around to see this and want, care well, or anything. Isn't he just in the middle? Of the, I think I might jump to another. Uh, I guess it there's is another scene that happens, night. but like, yeah, he's hey! just like, yeah. <sighs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll remember this point. Hold on. So, oh no, a bat is flying towards them. But Sean Dad's come rolling in his car, and it is an amazing shot because he manages to hit this moving bat that's flopping around on a string from his uh-huh. moving car. And, mm-hmm. and now everybody is yelling to this poor girl as she's trying to read in German. And Bolts yeah, didn't bother... Guys, yeah. Bolts didn't bother Dracula before, but for some reason now, this time it made him crash through the window of a building where the dad yeah, chases him in the... and finds him mid-transformation being all like... <laughs> I guess because he was half in the middle of a transformation, he becomes corporeal enough that you could shoot him, I guess? And now his dad has TNT? Why is everybody getting this TNT from? That's a good point. Oh, so that's right, because the dad chases him up in the the, the sporting goods store. Um, I forgot half this the, the battle, <laughs> the end battle in this movie takes place in front of a fucking Burger King, of course. Um, yeah, we're yeah, he just has dynamite. Yeah, which he yeah, likes it's to just throw in at Dracula. Does <laughs> like... it's just is dynamite just the naturally occurring resource in this town? Again, it's like an eight bit video game. He just yeah. like he just smashed a candle and a stick of dynamite came out. He's like, oh, I'll use that later. Anyway, he's about to blow up Dracula with it when the Wolfman sneaks up behind him. Yep, fetal alcohol syndrome. Wolfman <laughs> comes up and pushes him, and then they they fight a little bit. But yeah, Sean the saves Wolfman has dad. an opportunity to totally gut the the cop dad, but like <sighs> instead of gutting the cop dad, he just kind of slaps him around for a moment. Yep, Sean and throws saves him into him. a pile of Adidas shoes. Yeah, Sean comes in and saves him, and the TNT is shoved down the Wolfman pants, and he's pushed out a window where he's blown to pieces. That's a pretty good shot. Yeah. And yeah. oh no, Dracula escaped it, did though. Oh no. And what outside, happened? the sister finishes saying the German shit, but it doesn't work. And in the alley where the Wolfman blew up, he reforms and changes back into the Wolfman, getting all sucked back together. And, uh,. Uh. Yeah, I do love the Wolfman. Like the idea, like I guess well, the movie yeah. holds fast to the idea and that then, like only Silver Bullet can kill the Wolfman, 
And so that means even being blown up by a stick. Of, so this presumably means that he, unless he gets killed by a silver bullet, he's he's going to be immortal because he's not going to die of old age. Yeah. I mean, he might turn into a living skeleton uh, wolf man. But like, yeah, he just see all the pieces of himself fly back together, all the eviscera and everything like that. Yeah. And yeah. He, oh, that's right. And he runs out into the street just as all yep. the other cops show up. And, they and start I thought there's going to be a moment where it looks like Rudy's in trouble because Rudy's like standing over the body of these women that he's just murdered. Well, yeah, but thankfully no. for him, the wolfman shows up and the cops can blame the the murder of these poor hostesses from Sherry's. Which I on, guess is what happens, man. yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, that That's all going on and it turns out that the sister isn't a virgin. She had sex with Steve, but he doesn't really count. Ah, Steve, the millhouse yeah. of his day. And the one kid is all like, oh, no. he's all like, oh, no, you, you're so silly, lady. Who's Steve? Mm-hmm. Oh, the millhouse of this was world. A character that, yeah, okay, yeah. No, Steve, no. Well, that, I, that didn't mean Steve's, or Steve's got more action than Millhouse has ever had. No, the episode where Lisa travel, or we go to the future where Lisa's getting married, and she's oh, like, I don't know if right. we should I be, I should be wearing that. white, and and she's like, what about Millhouse? And March says Millhouse <laughs> doesn't count. I and they laugh. That. We just did that like six months ago for Christmas. Jesus. No, that's oh. a different one. No, it's, it's a different, different one. Time, I never saw totally. that one. I was sleepy. Yes, you did. It was the one. Oh where... no, because that's the one where like it's the fortune teller. Is that when she gets yes. married to? Yes. Yeah, to the English kid. Yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You, your memory is flawless. <laughs> also, <laughs> so... I should note that this this whole sequence is obviously shot in the same uh, town square as Back to the Future. Just thrown mm. out. Um, so. Uh... But a yeah, anyway, man, so a Wolfman is still fighting Cop Man. Yeah, he's kicking all the cops' ass, but Rudy grabs one of their guns, empties all the bullets out, and puts the silver bullets in, and shoots the werewolf. And now he's uh, the werewolf is the man, and says thank you, and kind of ends it with a question mark. He <laughs> does kind of like he's not committal. I mean, granted, he's about to die, so yeah, yeah. I guess it is kind of like I hope this ends well for me. Hopefully, <laughs> don't end up in hell after all this happened. And yeah, fucking Rudy's what he's just killed like four innocent people. Mm-hmm. Well, not I mean, well, I the, the people he all just killed were innocent victims that were turned into monsters against their own will. So yeah, he's yeah, yeah to, Rudy's got the body count to, going he's on. He's gonna have to sleep with that. Oh yeah, man, that's that's yeah, fucking. So the Monster Squad Two is him just having uh, Rudy's PS uh, PTSD sessions. Jesus Christ. So then, out of the sewer, the creature from the Black Lagoon sh- shows up to keep doing nothing in the movie. Just standing around. There's like two cops that show up, and he kind of like flails at them. The little Meanwhile... sister's a virgin. The German guy will <laughs> help her read. What's so weird, fucking movie? Like the little 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 kid. Five years the, old, uh, established yeah. in the movie. And he points, yeah, he's all like, yeah, because I guess the scary German guy is just standing around going, oh, shit, we're fucked. And, yeah, so, yeah, the little, little kid with the sexy sister is just, uh, he just points to the <laughs> to the little girl and says, she's a virgin. And then the scary German guy just gets so happy when he real like, did, the, did not the scary German guy ever just assume that, like, I guess he's on board with the idea that only women can be virgins. Like, yeah. I can understand the kids, the other boys, just being that stupid, but, like. Oh, yeah, it's a weird... Anyway. So, so yeah, fucking... Hor- Horace gets a gun, <laughs> and he wants in a store, but AJ won't let him in. What the fuck is AJ doing in this store at midnight? Yeah, it's... That's a good fucking question. I mean, it is kind of like a com. It's like a newspaper comic book shop. So I guess maybe Which he's is in there open just... till midnight. 
I guess he and his friend broke in, and so instead of even stealing anything lately, just like to Maybe come Maybe that's and why the front door is locked. <laughs> They're like, man, new X, two issues of X Men just came in tonight. We don't want to wait till dawn for this door to open to read so, them. I don't know. So then Horace shoots the creature, and it just dies because that fucker just, has no it. superpowers. It's just the creature. Yeah, and, and which then, I I do appreciate that because his superpower is just being a monster. It's not like he. I do appreciate that like he doesn't have like. Uh, he's probably stronger than your average man and stuff like that, but I, I appreciate that he's not like, you know, it like the, the Terminator. He is just a monster that can be shot and killed, which I like, yeah. So then there's AJ, the shitty kid's like, Hey, fat kid, good job. And he says, my name is Horace. And chumps the shotgun. Badass? Yeah-ish. I mean, you need your trailer moments, man. So Phoebe is reading, or have or the German guy is reading for her, and she's repeating it. But oh no, Dracula's there, and he's crackling with raw sexual energy. Yeah, he just shows up, and he's still just the fucking lamest ever. He just kind of like standing is there. Lightning coursing through him for whatever reason. Cops are trying to attack him, but he just cops are, like cops are kind of tripping at him and being like, yeah, yeah they're, they're falling into his armpits, and he kind of makes them smell his armpits, and then they fall down, and that's like. <laughs> That's, this is really the most badass Dracula ever is in this movie, and it's just the most... Yeah. The, it, they, it's, it's these like, cops it's like just a, do the worst job of trying to knock out this shitty Dollar Tree knockoff Dracula poster. It's like watching a little kid walk through the puppies at the pound, where like the puppies <laughs> are just like trying to hop up on and get onto them, and the kid's just like, I get out. So Dracula grabs a little girl and tells her, give me that amulet, you what? bitch. Because <laughs> this, this is that kind of movie. <laughs> It's, stu that, yeah. it's stupid and it's written by turds. You bitch. <laughs> Which is just completely like, wait, what? This yeah, is one of I, the scenes I did see in the past just because people talk about it so much. And I thought it was like a... I, when I first saw this, I thought it was like a YouTube parody of this movie. Mm. And like, nope, that's actually in the fucking movie. And what? it's just... But what's this? It's Frankenstein. He says, focus. <laughs> And slaps I guess Dracula. Frankenstein's been hiding in a bush this whole this whole last third of the movie just he, to show up in this moment. He sla slaps Dracula and impales him on a spike of some kind, which you think would finish Dracula, but nope, it doesn't because the rules are ill-defined in this universe. It, even if it doesn't kill him, you think he's impaled on a wooden like a, like a metal fence. It would make it very hard to get off of it, unless although they've already established that he can be hurt when, when he's transforming. So if he turns into a bat to get off the fence, Stop he could to end up actually killing himself. Point. Movie. But he should at least be pinned there for a while, but yeah. of course, no. No. I don't know because it's a movie. Yeah. So, um, Phoebe keeps repeating the German words and finishes, and a portal opens up, and everything starts getting evil dead sucked up inside of it. Inclu everything. Including Pops. a street lamp, which I guess wasn't bolted to the street. I guess not as well as the bench that, uh, fucking Phoebe and Frankenstein end up. Like, Dra just... Dracula decides to attack Sean's for reasons. Yeah, Rather Dracula's than not run dead. away He's from just... this uh, from this vortex that only suck things into it that are ten feet from it. The last five minutes, this this whole last like like not even five minutes, like three minutes of the movie is just random happenings where like Dracula's back and. Yeah, he's attacking people. Everyone's like, it seems like half the town gets sucked in this portal before it gets so, closed. But yeah. yeah, and so him and Sean are getting pulled toward the vortex. Sean just happens to find a wooden stake and stab Dracula with it. And now Van Helsing's there too, and he gives Sean a big thumbs up because it was the '80s. And fuck you. It, 
it's just Van Helsing, this lovable character we've been so invested in this whole movie. I love and, that Van Helsing just, he doesn't even look like a badass. He just looks like old Charlton Heston or something like mm, that. And so, yeah, yeah both, both Charlton Heston, uh, Van Helsing, and Dentist Dracula, they're kind of like dancing in the moonlight and spinning around <laughs> in a circle as they're sucked into the vortex. There's a dog hanging from a rope pretending to be flying mm-hmm. next to a tree. It, Frankenstein falls down because he realizes that he's going to get sucked into the hole. He holds on to Phoebe's hand and she's like, don't Which, go, Frankenstein. Franken- I know go. Frankenstein's not My supposed to be smart. My family sucks balls. <laughs> You're the closest thing to a father figure I have. Ah, you know, at six months, I'm not going to have a dad anyway, so you might as well be my... Will you marry my new... Will you be my <laughs> new dad? But he gets sucked in along with... And she hugs her... He hug, she hugs her teddy bear at him and he goes in with that and... Now she's all alone with her shitty, shitty garbage family. I'd be sad if I was her, too. Yeah. And now, hey, here comes the army rolling in, looking for Eugene. The, like, they got one tank, and that's it. Now they're this just showing the up, though. dumbest yeah. shit ever. And oh, the army man. guy's like, where are the monsters? And Eugene says, that mummy was in my house. And just army's like, like I want to know what's going on. And then Sean, I don't know if that's who can tell to be a joke? me? the mummy and, in my house but it's just kind of like know. he says that and the army and, guys just kind of ignore him like the and then fuck? sean's yeah. like i can tell you what's going on and he's like oh god pick it sam hill are you and he says hm, we're the monster squad and starts high-fiving his friends <laughs> and the only and thing everyone, like the, the only thing yeah. less cool than this kid and his monster squad is this horrible monster rap that starts going over the credits it's totally like wiggy wiggy rap, chicka chicka what? Like it's, the, it's a cart. If you if you make a parody of shitty eighties kids movies, this is exactly how it would end. Like it's Oof. just so like, and doesn't matter anyway because like I said, the, the the main kid, his parents gonna be broken up in six months anyway, and he's gonna have to move to another town. That's it for the monster. That explains why they never got a sequel. Dracula should have uni- won. Even in universe, they're explaining why you never got to any more stories about this gang, but. Yeah, Dracula, have, Jesus. You know, we never use hashtags, but we're going to have to use the hashtag Dracula was right for this. <laughs> Seriously. And, like, even the fact that they try to shamelessly... It's bad enough this movie is obviously just a rip-off of the Goonies, but then, like, try to rip off the E.T. thing with, like, the Frankenstein being so sad. And, like, oh, no, Frankenstein's going to have to go away. Just to add that to the, your list of cinematic crimes is it just extra, just, like, movie. You're not, like, you have not built up this Frankenstein character and her relation, his relationship to Phoebe did this be this much, like, oh, no. And I thought there would at least be, like, a stinger at the end or something like this, suggesting that Frankenstein survived or came back or something like that. But nope, it's just... It's just random maudlin bullshit for the sake of random maudlin bullshit. And yeah, and if the portal is supposed to suck in all evil, why did it suck in half the town in Van Helsing? And like, what? Yeah. Like, I mean, this goes back to lore stuff we were talking about. Like, it's just random shit happening. And it happening. seems like they, they it, this thing that they had to do to get Dracula to get sucked away worked in the first part of the movie. How'd they fuck yeah. up? Yeah. So if they had just waited five minutes for Dracula to actually show up. Then I just so they say so they did this whole ceremony in in the pro, in the in the, in the prologue to suck away evil, but they didn't wait until evil had shown up to suck away the evil. Again, they just sucked themselves up into nothing. Like it's just oh, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. And what were they thinking? Like, I mean, I know back in the eighties, you weren't really thinking too much about a franchise. You would hope that a movie be, would be successful enough to justify a sequel, but you know, this is obviously before the era of you know cinematic universes and where you're plotting out your first six films before the first one's even finished. But like, like 
what would have they have fought in a sequel? Because you kind of used up all the Universal monsters, unless you have the sequel just be them about fighting the Invisible Man. Would like a sequel have been about them like fighting fifties? They would have figured out some movie dumb monsters? way to get the monsters back, or something. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, that was Monster Squad. Yeah, it has a lot of problems. I'm sorry if you love this movie because I know a lot of people do. I'm sorry. I'm just watching the credits, just kind of flabbergasted. What a mess that movie gets. Again, not the end of the world. We've definitely watched cons much more consistently terrible movies than that. Mm -hmm. But in the relation to how much that movie is like scorchingly yeah, beloved by some people, it's I really just mystifying. I wasn't angry when I was watching it, which I have been with bad movies. I was just, I, no. I the characters are just such assholes. It's hard to root mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, and they and like they live in an asshole universe. Yeah. Like, it's just, it seems like everybody's just got to be... Like, this movie mistakes being an asshole for kind of, like, quirky charm. I think, I think it, it's one of the basic mistakes this movie makes. And I think you need to see a kid when you see it for the first time so you won't question all the weird plot holes in it. Yeah, because coming as an adult, like, seeing it kind of from an adult, adult perspective, you're just, like, especially, like, yeah, with the aborted, like, parental subplot and, like, the tonal swings that this movie makes there's just extra just like yeah as a kid you're more willing to overlook that stuff because it's oh it's it's cool kids talking and thinking of the way i do i also say bogus all i the also time. wear penny loafers and use them to light my patches <laughs> i also love on my banana design god that what it's that poor kid all the poor kids in this movie. Yeah, looking up making up stuff. There's not much about it except for, I guess, Horace the Fat Kid died of pneumonia 10 years after this movie was made. Bummer. And that is it because people are ashamed to talk about this movie because it was both uh, financially unsuccessful and creatively bankrupt. Mm. But she think there would be a good Blu-ray or something out there that would at least talk about the creature effects or something like that. But, man, and this movie officially has the worst Dracula I have ever seen in anything. Yeah. Like, flat out the worst, because he's not Dracula, he's just a dude who's just in a costume, just kind of sour-faced all the time and doesn't use any cool powers or anything like that. Yeah, it's, he's he's man. Dr. Reynolds from the local dentistry. He really is, who's just, he like found a spell book that lets him like turn into a bat every once in a while, but that's it, like. Yeah. You know uh, what this okay movie could have, you know what this movie needed? What's that? Tim Curry. If Tim Curry had been Dracula, that would have been at least 40% better. See, that's the thing. It's like in the 80s, especially in the 80s, you had a, you had a surfeit of... You, 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 a fucking surplus of great character actors who could have played Dracula. Maybe and, like, it, it didn't even... Maybe after The Man, Worst Tim Witch, Curry. he was like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Which I think was a year after The Worst Witch, so he was like, I already did my Halloween shit, thank you very much. I got to introduce, I got, I got to introduce my wife to The Worst Witch song for the first time yesterday. It's a beautiful sight. Anything can happen on Halloween. Your dog could turn into a cat. Yeah, I Dylan on Friday. I, I threw it on. It was I have a Halloween YouTube playlist, and that was part of it. And it popped up. And she's like, "What the hell is this?" Mm. I'm like, have you never seen? Like, I could see. I don't think most people have seen the Worst Witch, but most no. people have at least seen Tim Curry's song from that. Yeah. And then, have you seen the Mega sixty four parody of that? No, I don't think so. It's, it's kind of funny just because it's just the fat guy in a much smaller cape trying to do all the cape gymnastics that Tim Curry mm. does in that song. But yeah. Yeah, your back could turn. You could get a frog in your bass guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas brings winter snow. <laughs> God damn, that's ridiculous.
Yeah, that was Monster Squad. It's, that was Monster uh, Squad. Unless you love it, worse. don't bother watching it. <sighs> yeah, me and my journey to like find good, family-friendly uh, horror movies did not start off on a good note. At least, no. I, at least I'm I'm still. I'm still basking in the glory of the two Adams Family movies we did last year, which still makes me so happy. But yeah, yeah, Monster Squad is definitely a step down. Yeah, Pootie Tank. So what are you doing next? You know, I, I've been trying to figure that out. I had a couple ideas that I was, but I think I think I'm just gonna finish up what we've been, what I've been working on. I'll just do the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna get that old Universal shit out of the way. So I. Okay. I don't have to worry about it. Maybe maybe next year I'll start up the Hammer stuff. I don't know. Oh, that'd be interesting because I've only seen bits and pieces of that stuff. So yeah. that, that's something we both both mutually work on. But yeah, I'll throw you a copy of that movie then. Yeah. Uh, the com- actually, if you do listen to the commentary, I mean, I think I may have mentioned that last week. Actually, the commentary from that guy is actually kind of fun because he's totally mm. like a working caller. Like, hey, look at this thing. And like I said, I want to oversell it because that. But man, the lady in that movie. Oh, <laughs> how you doing? Oh, good. Mm. And yeah. as to the creature design in that movie is very good, too. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah so, okay, creature, so we'll from talk the, about, creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. This time it was muttered on Twitter. The group of on Twitter. Tiny podcast on Twitter. Tiny podcast.com. Tiny podcast. All the places. If you're listening to this, you found us somehow. So should have other people find us. Share us around. It was my birthday this last week. So as a birthday gift, just force somebody else to listen to this. Hold them down. Put us in the holes. The best worst gift. Yeah. Yep. How old did you turn? Oh, 24. Oh, yay. Okay. Yay. You're such a young and I keep forgetting. No, yeah. I'm, I'm 38 now. <sighs> Closer to death all the time. Hell yeah. I'm glad sweet, you sweet I, release. I'm glad you went out for your barbecue and everything like that, too, though. But yeah, I know that's a tradition for you. But mm-hmm. Oh, man. But like, I'm trying to even think of a way to end this episode. But <laughs> I guess, yeah. Focus. That's it, yeah. Mm. Or, or unless it's just us saying a bunch of random things in quick succession, so the audience thinks we're wittier and funnier than we are. But yeah, <laughs> homophobic slur. <laughs> I'm sure de- loving this b- delicious flame world whopper I'm eating in my Adidas right now. Wash down with a Pepsi brand product drink. And Dracula Monster TNT. Squad. God damn, that movie was stupid. <laughs> Fucking Monster Squad! God damn! Mm. Actually, now that like the last two hours have built up in my head, I am actually getting angry again. Like we started this off on me, okay, cool, and like we promised we we're gonna give this movie a fair shot, but now I'm just like, the fuck is wrong with people like this movie? I'm wrong, flushing down. Okay, I should shut up before I start saying something I really don't. Okay, shut up. Bill. Bill's gonna go take a cold shower. So until the next time, feels your holes and pop, holes in your cool boy, everybody. See you next time. Spooky, okay. spooky skeletons. Take care, guys. Bye. London to Idaho April 1st Can be fun New Year's Eve Is a bore But on Halloween Your flesh begins To grow Oh I'm losing control Anything can happen On Halloween Your toenails grow wrong And your hair turns green Your teacher could become A sardine your dentist could turn into a queen Has anybody seen my tambourine? I may start playing
Begin the begin, the craziest night 